What's up, Vegas? What's up, Vegas? I can't believe I can't believe that really happened. And you know, what's so insane? That video, most of that footage, that video was edited. I think 2019, like middle of 2019. I can't believe how far we've come. You know, it's like when you look at when you look at the trajectory of the pop culture of the imagery that we've been fed since then. When you look at the the, uh, the pop culture imagery that we were given in 2019, right? With Extinction Rebellion. Yeah, with Extinction Rebellion. The Red Brigade, right? Harkening back to communist revolutionary groups I think it was in Italy, right? Those are the Italian communist revolutionary uh, groups called the Red Brigade. And I don't know if the people who named this have any historical knowledge of this, right? Maybe it was just handed to them by PR firms. Maybe it's something more wicked. Maybe it's you know at a more demonic level that these things are functioning and, and transmitting through the cultures. But you had Extinction Rebellion staging giant die-ins, right? Giant human die-ins, which were like basically ritualistic representations of mass genocide. I mean, how else could you describe that? When the Extinction Rebellion people are getting on the floor, covering themselves in fake blood. Covering themselves in fake blood, laying on the ground, acting dead in front of banks. Right in front of banks. The same banks, the same banks that are behind their movement. The same banks that flowed the money through those NGOs through these huge corporations that funded these Extinction Rebellion dupes to go out there and fight for climate justice. Climate, what, what does that even mean? What does that even, what does climate justice even mean? Right, they, they chanted slogans and they laid down on the ground and pretended to be dead in, in pools of fake blood. How else can you describe that other than as demonic ritual? How else can you describe that? that I mean, it, it, it's pure, it's pure ritual. And they, and they practice these occult rituals out in the open now. Right? So the pop culture is completely toxic. You know, just, just the imagery there, I, I haven't seen that video in a long time, but the, the imagery there of of Billy Eyelash, this little oped out, pilled out teen. This little pilled out teeny hopped up on pharmaceutical drugs, completely zonked out, like nodding out in her interviews, you know? And and then the the outfit she's wearing in that video where she's chugging black liquid. Right? Just, just drinking in death. Drinking in the demons, drinking in blackness, darkness, drinking in it, and then the darkness seeps from her eyes. She's wearing a chain around her neck. You think this is just, oh, this is just art. These are just people expressing themselves. No, this is not just expression. This is not just artistic expression. I mean, it's straight up demonic. How else can we describe that? I mean, Bill Gates. 
so we spend that extra couple million dollars on keeping some old people alive? Or, uh, or should we, uh, or should we, uh, maybe just give that to teachers? You're not allowed to have that conversation. That's called the death panel. And he, he openly advocated, he openly advocated for death panels, for eugenics, right? For, for panels of so-called experts, right? Secular experts who believe that morality is subjective. They believe that morality is completely subjective. That we're just cosmic pond scum that evolved from rocks. We're basically, we're rocks that became animated and then we became rats and we, and we evolved from rats and we share a common ancestor with dirt. These people believe that you share a common ancestor. 50% of your genetic code is identical to that of a banana. This is science. Therefore, you have a common ancestor with the... These are people who believe you share a common ancestor with bananas. Yeah? And, and that's the starting point for their worldview from which they somehow are able to derive morality and ethics. And what is their morality and ethics? Well, it's, it's mass. It's the morality of mass murder. It's the, the, the morality of, the ethics of secular humanism it's it's genocide it's mass murder right it's it's programmed self-destruction through toxic weaponized pop culture and that's what we've seen here that's what we saw on display in that opening video it's insane it's freaking nuts i can't i can't believe how far we've come i can't believe how far it's come since 2019 when I edited that video, right? And, you know, I mean, that video was talking about the, the fake climate crisis, right? Oh, the climate crisis. We all have to declare climate emergency and restructure every aspect of our lives and the very way we live, the way we see each other, the way we see the world in order to fight the crisis. Who would have thought? Who would have thought that all of those things that they wanted to do that they were mocked for, right? We laughed at Greta. How dare you? How dare you? We laughed at this. We mocked it. Who would have thought that, that the very things that they wanted to get pushed through would simply be shifted into a new crisis so easily? So easily. And now it's coming out in the open. They're saying... We might need climate lockdowns, right? We need to keep all this stuff going. This is good for the planet. Mama Earth is healing. <laughs> and we need to continue these. We need to continue this. We need more regulation. We need Bill Gates' death panel globally, right? We, don't worry, though. Bill Gates, who wants the death panels, he wants to save you. Bill Gates is going to make a happy, healthy medicine that you all have to take. And if you don't take it, you can't have a job. You can't travel, right? You got war criminal Tony Blair out there this week saying, you're not going to be able to travel. You're not going to be able to do anything. You're not going to be able to do anything without your stabby-jabby passport. <laughs> I can't believe it's come so far. I can't believe it's come so far. Now, <clears throat> Billy Eyelash. Little Billy Eyelash. Pop culture. Pop culture is not going to save you. Bill Gates, <laughs> secular eugenicists, godless secular eugenicists are not going to save us. 
right? Human progress right? or an uprising of the masses, that's not going to save us. Revolution, not going to save us. In fact, all those things, all those things are symptoms of the problem. And what is the problem? The problem is the fall. The problem is sin itself. The problem is our turning away from God, our turning away from the truth, our lack of repentance. The problem is in us. The problem isn't just Bill Gates. The problem is not the weaponized pop culture. It's how we've taken it in. It's how we grew up worshiping it. And it's how, in many ways, many of us have not turned from it yet. We turn towards the filth, like the dog going back to its vomit. Right? So we got to turn away from that. We can't look for worldly solutions to spiritual problems. We can't look to worldly solutions to the problems that are not actually worldly problems, right? The problems manifest in the world. The problem is the worldliness, right? The seeking approval, the worrying about what people think, the caring what your neighbors think about you rather than what's true, rather than what's actually true, right? People turn away from the truth. People don't even seek the truth. And I don't mean truth in this, you know, Secular humanist sense. I don't mean truth in a sense of oh, we, we, gotta, we gotta just look at the science and the experts, right? If we just find the right experts and the right science, we're gonna find that truth, right? Right? It's, we, we become coomers like Dr. Gregor here. Um, um, uh. right? We've turned away from the truth and we've sought all sorts of illusions and idols. And that's what these movements like Extinction Rebellion, that's what these movements like Bolshevism offered. That's what Nazism offered. Worldly solutions to spiritual issues. Um, um, <laughs> Dr. Gregor. All right, let me read, let me read some super chats. Well, what's up, everybody? Sorry, we had, to, we had to start out on a heavy note. That, that intro hit me. The intro hit me hard. Uh, we got some super chats from last stream, from after the last stream. People were loving that last stream. We had a great time. I didn't even realize that. I guess the word clown, you're not even allowed to like say, you're not supposed to say clown world anymore, apparently. People can't even, if you try to comment with clown world, you have to like use O's, zeros instead of O's. I didn't realize this. <laughs> like you can't say anything now. Um, yeah, cl clown world's not allowed, so... Yeah, no wonder my, my channel is so heavily suppressed. I put Clown World in two of the last titles. I just thought it's so fitting. Tonight in Clown World, right? That's just be the name of the show. But I had to change it. Today it's Tonight in Circus World. We'll see if that's allowed. All right, we're talking about hip hop telling you to take the shot. Take a little trip down polyamory lane. <laughs> take a look at some of these ridiculous things. The mass media is pushing on people to push us away from truth, to push us into further degeneracy. Right? We're, we're looking at what's going on this week. We'll take a we'll take a humorous stroll through it all. We won't be too serious like we are at the beginning there. Um, but yeah, let me read some of these super chats. Remember, you guys, if you enjoy the streams, if you like the show, please support. We get zero support from YouTube. Zero support from YouTube. These are one hundred percent supported by you guys. These only happen.
These only happen because of you. All right, so we had a few, we had a few uh, super chats. Let's see, we got uh, we got authentic intelligence from Australia after the last stream. Authentic intelligence. Thank you, authentic intelligence. Just through uh, 15 Australians, just like the stream so much. Had nothing to say. You guys, the best way to support. There's a link for the stream labs. Don't send you. Don't send super chats through YouTube. I'm sorry, sometimes I say the word super chat, but what I mean is, use the Streamlabs link. Streamlabs link is right there. Don't send it through YouTube. YouTube takes a big fat cut. YouTube takes a big fat cut. So, um, here we go. Thank you, Authentic Intelligence. I appreciate that. Remember, this. these streams happen because of people like you, Authentic Intelligence. Melissa DeCourcy. Melissa DeCourcy sent 15 bucks USDs. After that last stream, says with a very few places to laugh these days, I can always count on your streams. Thanks also for bringing me out of veganism a year ago. Feeling great. And I'm stoked. Melissa, I'm glad you're doing well. Um, glad, glad you enjoyed the streams. Glad you can have a laugh. Sometimes we have a laugh. Sometimes we have a cry. Sometimes we scream and rage at the freaking transphobes like Jasmine Gaines, who refuses to step into the ring and throw hands. Throw hands in a boxing match for charity with a real vegan quang. Freaking transpho vegan gains, Jasmine gains have not even responded to me after the last stream. Zero response, zip mouth shut. Right now, I'll take that as, a, uh, as an admission that they are cowards and that I would completely dominate that boxing match. Um, so yeah, no, no response from Jasmine gains. Melissa, thank you very much for support. I appreciate that. Then we had Angelica, Angelica Luna Costa. What's up, Angelica? I hope you're doing well. Um, Angelica, she's been she's been a longtime supporter. Every once in a while, she'll be watching the stream after the stream went down, and she'll she'll donate in between the streams, which is awesome. So I appreciate that, Angelica. You guys keep these streams going. You guys, are <coughs> excuse me. You guys are the reason these streams happen. If you like the streams, support the streams, please. Using the Streamlabs link. This channel needs your support. We get none from the YouTube. We know some of you folks in the chat be crypto rich these days. Some of you clever, clever people up in the chat been uh, been up in that Bitcoin for years now. So, so throw us some crumbs if you like the streams, guys. Uh, Bigot, great name. Bigot donated five bucks. In Hawaii. Oh. Right, and you just imagine them shirtless all day. Right. Sure you do, Gregor. Big at donated five bucks. Says, guys, if you want to be the big man, the big daddy, then send a super chat. That's right. And if you want to be the, the big man, the big daddy, send the stream labs. So we're going to have to, we might have to actually do, as, uh, as we did last time, and I ended up working out last time. We're going to do that stream labs competition, guys. So we got the top stream labber today is Bigot. Because he's the only one who sent a stream lab so far on this stream. Uh, the other ones were sent in between streams. I heard some. I thought I thought I heard some rain starting, but I didn't. Waiting on rain here. I'm waiting for my skylight to go because I need that rain. But anyways, thank you, bigot. You're you're the number one super chatter so far. You are the arch bigot of the stream in the chat. You guys up in the chat. The super chat competition through Streamlabs is starting now. It begins right now for the link up in the description there or in the uh in the chat right there so 
Here we go. Here we go. So last time. Now this is how out of touch your boy here is. Now even though even though I've been called I've been called by several people, mostly by myself, the greatest rapper alive or dead. Oh, no, I'm not dead. But just when compared to the dead rappers, I'm like I'm a lot better. Let's let's be honest. Your boy Lil AIDS here. Your boy Lil AIDS here be dropping bars. Be dropping sick ass bars. He dropping sick ass bars. Lil AIDS, Lil AIDS. We were talking about uh, about that video. There was a video, and that was actually Tyler Perry. I didn't realize that was Tyler Perry. So Tyler Perry talks beat. Let's start over. What's up, guys? Don't worry, we're back. We back. Hit the thumbs up. Hit the share, guys. Are you kidding me? Wait. Am I still, am I not even streaming still? Dude, YouTube just cleared out the stream. YouTube just cleared you guys out. We had a hundred and something watching. Where, where are you guys at? What the hell, YouTube? Freaking screw tube. All right. There we go. We're back. Excuse, excuse me. That was very strange. YouTube just cleared out the chat. It went down to like zero. Now it's stuck at 75. Where'd everyone go? Anyways, where did I where did I leave off? Where did I leave off? Oh look at YouTube still driving. Man, I'm sick of this. Aggressive move, algorithms to someone. I'm freaking sick of this, man. I'm sick of this. You get we get nothing. From YouTube, as far as support goes, it's the opposite. Sometimes we get audience support, but YouTube does everything it can to clear these out. We're still live, though. Uh, Streamlabs is still going. Where'd everyone go? Now you guys are trickling back slowly. I get, I get really frustrated with YouTube. I'm sorry, guys. I get frustrated with YouTube very often. <laughs> Many times I've said, you know what, I might be finished with this shit. <clears throat> Alright. Wait for you guys to come back. Yeah. Alright, anyways. Damn it. <laughs> that was whack. Alright, we're good. We're still streaming. Don't know why that happened. But it did. Darren McAdams up in the chat. What's up, Dare? What's up, Fernando? What's up, Taxi Driver? Exposing powerful lies at live streams. What's happening? YouTube kicked us all off so people have to re-click on the link. What the heck is that about? How does that happen? How does that even happen? Okay. Right. We get no support from YouTube. Sometimes we get support from the audience. You guys want to support the stream. There's the link for the Streamlabs. There's a link for the Streamlabs. It's up to you guys to keep these going, though. It's up to you guys to share. Doesn't matter if I share it on my homepage. You guys are not, are not on my homepage. On my community page, you're not going to see it. If you want to get the links for these, when these are going to go down, become a member in our private forum. We do weekly coaching calls in there. There's a link down in the description below. You can join the private forum, and we will inform you there. That's the best way to get in on it, to support our work and to get our support as well. And of course, support via the Streamlabs. Super chats don't go through. 
Super chats, half the time, audience tries to send them, they just don't go through. Don't use Super Chat. That goes to YouTube. YouTube does nothing but crush this channel. Hide this channel. Don't send it through Super Chat. Send it through Streamlabs, guys. Please. YouTube gets 30% of that. You're just paying Google if you do it to YouTube. Uh, all right. All right. Thank you for the support. Those who support, appreciate that. Let's go back. We got... Last time we were talking about, <clears throat> we were getting we were getting hood splained by that one this doctor, that doctor with her fake hood accent was telling telling the black community about the mRNA vaccine. You know, the mRNA vaccine, yo, get the shot, bigots, take the shot, y'all. Now we got that was actually Tyler Perry that she was talking to. No, I, I don't Tyler Perry. I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not really caught up on the on these people. I'm really caught up on like the pop culture and stuff. But yeah, let's hear what he's got to say about his BET special. Media mogul Tyler Perry. I like saying media mogul. I'm gonna say it again. Media mogul Tyler Perry. That's what he media is. mogul Tyler Perry. So yeah, he's not not the shitty comedian that does Martin Short's Big Mama shtick for his whole career. Uh, not the dude that basically the shitty comedian that just does Mrs. Doubtfire. Over and over and over again. Um, Tyler Perry is a media mogul. This is raising awareness about the coronavirus vaccine. In a new special for BET, which is owned, by the way, by Viacom CBS. This is a video. <laughs> Viacom CBS. What a surprise. You're me- you're the same media company, Viacom CBS. All these channels, are they're all owned by the same companies. Look at him muzzled. He's got his mask on. Got his dehumanization muzzle on. Muzzled up. Oh, and the filmmaker getting the first dose. Brady Health System. You know, you know, he just, he totally wanted to do this to help people, right? This was all his idea. This is Tyler Perry's idea. And approached Tyler Perry to get the shot to help get the word out. Black Americans, if you've heard, are disproportionately affected by the virus. And one in three, think about that, are hesitant about getting this vaccine. One in three are highly intelligent. <laughs> Probably much more than that. I think it's way more than one in three. I've heard way higher numbers. One in three are more clever than the rest. And they say it's among, they say one in three of the black, why are they so concerned with getting these people injected? I mean, this is an experimental thing. They're so concerned that they, they just care about their health, right? Bill Gates just cares about their health. He just cares about their health. So then you're going to pay... I mean, is this, what, what money is going to Viacom to spread this? Is this coming from the military? Remember Operation Warp Speed? Is this coming from the State Department? Is this coming I from the media companies? Right Who's this coming from? Who the fuck is this guy? Dell 1000. There we go. What's up, Dell 1000? Dell 1000, thank you, dude. Dell 1000 is, is now the top, the top bigot in the Super Chatter. The top bigot in the Super Chats, rather. Winning the Super Chat competition. Pulling ahead. Pulling ahead massively because there have only been two <laughs> supportive Super Chats so far. Dell 1000, what's up, dude? Sending 40 bucks. Thank you very much, Dell. Says, hey, hello, Tristan. God bless you. I have a question for you. Why do a lot of people believe all religions lead to the same God? It's like saying a marker, pen, pencil, chalk, and crayon all are the same because they write. Also, God bless you and your family too. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the idea of 
It's this idea of uh, basically ecumenism, right? Um, perennialism. You know, they, they're all just the same. You know, there's, there's truths in all these religions, and all these religions, they all lead to the same place. There's many paths to the top of the mountain. Um, this is an idea that has spread. It's an idea that's clearly demonic, right? I mean, when you say this, you're basically saying that Satanism, Luciferianism, um, you know, Freemasonry, uh, th these all also lead to the same thing. And what's funny is these ideas are very prominent and have spread through the lodges of Freemasonry for a few hundred years now. So this is a Freemasonic idea. It's an idea that has led to, um, led to many fallings away by many people when they fall into this thinking, oh, it's all just many paths to the same mountaintop. And why do a lot of people believe this? I mean, people believe a lot of nonsensical things. People believe a lot of untruths. Right? People believe that they are highly evolved rocks. People believe that they, have a, they share a common ancestor with rocks. People believe that. People believe that their great, 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 uncle is a shrew. <laughs> they believe that people believe that they share a common ancestor with bananas. You know, people can may be made to believe all sorts of nonsensical things. But, I mean, what are the fruits of it? What are the fruits of it? Yeah, so it, it's, a, it's a rotten, fruity idea. You know, if you want to understand a little bit more about the ideas of ecumenism, I would highly suggest looking into... The work of Father Seraphim Rose. I would highly suggest that you look into the work of Seraphim Rose because Seraphim Rose in his book, especially in Orthodoxy and the Religion of the Future, he is a fantastic critique of the idea of ecumenism, right, which the Pope is now saying, you know, the Pope blessing the Pachamama idol, the idol that People were, people were sacrificing. There were human sacrifices done to Pachamama. And the Pope sprinkled his, his water and blessed the Pachamama idol, right? So it just shows you where, where that is. So yeah, read the book Orthodoxy and the Religion of the Future by Father Seraphim Rose if you want to learn a little bit more about ecumenism. Ecumerism. <laughs> And that would be a really good place to start. Um, another place. Now, this book is out of print, but I was told by St. Herman of Alaska's monastery that they're actually going to be printing it again by the summer. So, God willing, uh, that would be amazing if they would print Genesis Creation and Early Man by Father Seraphim Rose again. Uh, it's been out of print for like a year or so, and they're printing it again. I think they're updating a few things. I'm not sure what else they're going to put in it. Very excited for that, and they need to uh, they need to print that again. They will be printing that again this summer, they said. So, yeah, those two books will be a good place to start. Thank you, Dell. Uh, we got Exposed and Powerful Lies. What's up? <laughs> Exposed and Powerful Lies live streams. Donated six bucks. Six dollars. Says... I'm sorry it's not I'm sorry it's not where I get paid tomorrow. I wanted to say you should def do a Passio stream. That would be awesome. I'd love to riff with you on that one. If you do, too many folks still wrapped up in that pseudo-esoteric nonsense. 
God bless. Yeah, I got. I, I would have to do a Passio stream at some point, um, or just some segments. I mean, we've done we've done it before. We've watched some clips from him. We'll check that out. We'll check that out soon. Jonathan DeVries. What's up, Jonathan? Jonathan DeVries. Thank you very much, Exposing Powerful Lies. I appreciate that, man. Don't be apologizing for supporting the stream. We appreciate that. You're actually in second. No, third place. You are in third place for the top bigot of the Super Chats, the top donor of the night. Jonathan DeVries, donated 777, said thanks for shining a light on all the darkness in this whacked out world. Perfect stream as always. Master bigot. Master bigot. Dang. Dang, Master Bigot. That's a that's quite the name. Yeah, I got a lot of big shoes to fill with that name. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. All right, let's go back. Let's let's hear some more from uh, Mr. Tyler Perry here. We don't even have to watch the rest of this clip. You know what this is going to be. They'll probably they might hit us with a copyright strike. But let's just see. Perry's new special aims to provide the facts about it, and in this clip, he talks with Grady Health System doctor Kimberly Manning. I'm hearing people say they either don't want it or that they're going to wait to get it. If you want to wait to be able to, you know, come into community, to go to your family reunion, to be able to do the things that get us back to living. See, you see, you see what they're selling you? You see what this demon is selling you? We didn't watch this clip last time. We just watched when she tried to be all, oh, it's like the mRNA goes up in your sales. But you're not going to be able to go back to living unless you do this, unless you accept this, unless you take this. Never has this ever been done before. In the history of humanity, never has an mRNA gene therapy shot been approved. Right? This was rushed through. They're trying to turn this population into human guinea pigs. I can't go too hard on this, uh, on this topic, but man, if, if you want to be able to go to, your, go to funerals and get-togethers, listen to this deception. Listen to this script. And he just sits there and nods, right? Right? They, why, don't, why don't they put a chain on his neck like they do Billy Eyelash? They might, they might as well put a chain on his neck like Billy Eyelash and have, and have Elmo in there. They should have Elmo in there lecturing him. Oh, Tyler Perry? <laughs> Tyler? Oh, I saw Elmo so happy that you come to get educated. We need to make sure that all the black people get the vaccine, Tyler Perry. Oh, oh, the vaccine is so good. It goes into your cell and makes you so happy. Oh, Elmo loves vaccine. Elmo knows that love is love and that vaccine is love. If you want to go see your grandma's funeral, then you have to take it. We need to get all the black people to take the vaccine because the science said that you can't live until you do. <laughs> I'm hearing people say they either don't want it or that they're going to wait to get it. If you want to wait to be able to, you know, come into community, to go to your family reunion, to be able to do the things that get us back to living, um, I think those are things to consider. And I've been saying... Hey, guess what, you stupid bitch. We're doing that shit anyways. We're going to family reunions. We're having get-togethers. We're not wearing masks. We're living our lives still. We're living our lives still. And we don't have to get any big pharma medications shot up in us to do that. We don't have to ask permission to do that. What, what a sellout. What a demonic sellout. That, you know, my loved ones, this about us. 
Yeah. You know, this is about us. The, the folks that are really taking the hardest hit are the people that are in your contacts, in your cell phone, if you look like us. <laughs> yeah, they, so they turn in, this is social justice. This is for justice. Perry joins us first on CBS this morning to discuss. Come on. Good to see you, Mr. Perry. Let's Good get morning, started. Jeff. So much to talk to you about. Were you reluctant to take the vaccine yourself before the doctors at Grady Health System approached you? Well, when Dr. Del Rio and Kimberly, the Dr. Manning, when they called up and asked if I would take it to encourage the community, I thought I, I, I would do that, but you've got to answer all my questions. And I thought, well, while you're answering my questions, why don't we record it so you can answer questions for a lot of people in the community? So yeah, I was skeptical because if you look at our history in this country with the Tuskegee experiment, Henrietta Lacks and things like that. It, it, it... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. Man, all right, so yeah, we got Tyler Perry there. BET. They just care about us, right? Blacks disproportionately left behind in COVID-19 vaccine drive. No, they just don't want it because a lot of them are real smart, right? A lot of people in the black community are real intelligent and they don't want this. They understand what's happening. They understand that this is not necessary and they're not terrorized into submissions very easily. Yeah, sorry, we got CNN Health. New data shows black Americans remain hesitant to get COVID-19 vaccine. So, there we go. This, but they're going to help. Don't worry. We've got, we've got Uniquely Detroit. Doctor uses hip-hop to fight COVID vaccine misinformation. Let's get educated, y'all. A Detroit native is using music to fight misinformation about the coronavirus vaccine. He's a rapper whose day job has him fighting the virus on the front lines at a hospital in Nevada. We introduce you the to... The front lines of an empty hospital in Nevada. ...to the hip-hop doctor in tonight's Uniquely Detroit. Dr. Khan, uh, Dr. Kamran Rashid Khan, um, that's, uh, that's my real name. That's the medical side of things. The other thing is that I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to push the hip-hop for Detroit, you know, and represent Detroit. <laughs> yeah, because I'm sure Detroit just really wants Dr. Khan to represent. De De Detroit is just begging. They need it. They need you to represent them. <laughs> I love that. It's like, it's like, yeah, man, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to represent, I'm just trying to represent small town Ecuador <laughs> in the rap game, y'all. Shit. <laughs> Look at this dork. Look at the look at how stupid this is, right? Look, click on Detroit, local floor, and there's there's they're infinite of these. If you just go on YouTube, um, uh, you know, COVID nineteen uh, black community hesitant. They ran the same fluff pieces in like every single state. You know, and represent Detroit. I'm from uh, Detroit. <laughs> How, dude? <laughs> How stupid is rap music now, right? It's all the same. I slayed MCs. <laughs> I slayed MCs back in the rec room era. My style broke, motherfucker, backstock, whatever. <laughs> it's it's all just <laughs> it's the same. It's all the same. Yo, 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 check it. 
If you believe that you are being gaslighted, then yeah. If you believe you're being, you guys believe you're being gaslighted. If you believe that you're being gaslighted, I believe we're all being gaslighted. We are all being gaslighted. The black community is is getting gaslighted like no other right now. Oh, but the, but they, it's because they care about you, right? Bill Gates just cares about you. Bill Gates says that the number one problem in the world is Africans breeding. He said that. The biggest problem in the world, the thing that worries him the most about the world, was the African population boom. But we should trust him to inject all of our children and elderly. And he's going to prioritize, he'll prioritize the black community because he just cares about you. This is insane. This is madness. Dare McAdams, what's up, Dare? Dare McAdams, number one super chat. No, I'm sorry, number two super chatter. We got Dell, and then we got Dare. How dare you, Dare? Dare, top bigot of the night, you guys. I'm sorry, second, wait, top or second? Let me see. Second place bigot. I'm sorry, excuse me. Dell 1000 is the top bigot. Dare, Mick Adams. Number two bigot of the night as far as the, uh, the support via Super Chats, via Streamlabs. Best way to support Streamlabs. Streamlabs. <clears throat> Streamlabs link is in the description. And in the chat sometimes, Derek Adams says, pow, let no one force down your eyes, love your neighbor, speak the truth always, stay tight. Yeah, why, why is it, there's no rap like that. <laughs> there's no rap lyrics like that, it's just all, it's all brag rap. I slayed MCs, slaying fake rappers. I cleanse, <laughs> cleanse in the world of fake rappers. My tongue caused genocides. <laughs> Get the mRNA shot insides. It's just... Uh, and that's, like, I'm talking as one of the top rappers, right? Like, I'm one of the hot up-and-coming rappers, Lil AIDS. That's my rap name. Still your boy, Lil AIDS. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, dude. Appreciate that. Dare McAdams, you the man. Thank you for the support. I appreciate that. I get. I do get discouraged by YouTube's complete crushing of this channel and removal of subs constantly the hiding of this channel right so i gotta ask you guys all the time to share the videos i gotta ask you guys i gotta remind you guys hit the thumbs up thumbs up guys share the video share these on your social media and then follow me on like on instagram you can get these links like when i put these up check my instagram stories you'll see links to these that's a good way to get informed because youtube won't inform you and you could also if you follow me on twitter follow me up on the Twitter, then you can also get informed about these. And make sure to hit the thumbs up and share them in other places too, guys. I see there's a one over, look at that, YouTube, YouTube crushes this channel. I don't know how many people are actually watching. YouTube's count's 127 right now. We used to get in the high 200s. It is what it is. But thank you guys, the ones who do support, the ones who support the stream, I appreciate that. Please continue to support via the Streamlabs. Like Derek McAdams there. Let's listen, let's listen to this, this great public service announcement from NBC4 News, which just happens to be basically just like CBS's news report. A calculator like I'm Jack the Ripper. I'm from uh, Detroit. A calculator like I'm Jack the Ripper. Yo, gotta put the mandatory reference to Jack the Ripper in my rap. <laughs> Jack the Ripper. Dude, what, what, <laughs> what year is it? 
Jack the Ripper reference. Get out of here. <laughs> you know, I'm currently living in Las Vegas, Nevada. I'm a hospitalist physician. So I work in a hospital. You know, I've been dealing with the COVID-19 pandemic for the past 10 months. And um, it's, been a, it's been a brutal, nonstop um, exercise. So look out for Lazarus, man. I'm hungry on the mic, man. When I get out of the hospital, <laughs> when I get out of this, this zone right here, and I take the white coat off, I go in the studio. I'm mixed up in two worlds and be able to speak to the hip hop community based on my knowledge in the hospital. And I, you know, I've been connecting with LL Cool J. Man, nothing brings together people better than hip hop. Ice T with Redman, uh, Fat Joe. You know, I got vaccinated, so I got the first shot of the Pfizer vaccine. Yeah, yo, Fat Joe. I got the first shot of the Pfizer vaccine, Fat Joe. <laughs> yeah. I'm mixed up in two worlds and be able to speak to. You look how they. Everything's got to be, and this is just like Elmo. They do this on Sesame Street too, right? We've been watching those Sesame Street clips. They do the same exact thing. Everything's from the iPad or the phone view, right? Because we only allow to talk right now through the phones until people jump through the next hoop, right? Until the next hoop jump. To the hip hop community based on my knowledge in the hospital. And I, you know, I've been connecting with LL Cool J. Man, nothing brings together people better than hip hop. Ice T with Redman, um, Fat Joe. You no, know, I got vaccinated, so I got the first shot of the Pfizer vaccine. Oh yeah, word. <laughs> Yo, word. Let me get some of that. Yo, dog, you got that before me. You got you got that before me. I want I want to get some of that. I'm vaccinated, so I got the first shot of the Pfizer vaccine. <laughs> yeah. Look at Fat Joe, like hell yeah, dog. That's tight. Yo, you got hella street cred, man. You be, you be protecting your boy's neck, dog. Explaining my knowledge of medicine in the hip-hop community. Dr. Khan got... Explaining my knowledge of medicine, which is which is basically... white. Yeah. Right, and you just imagine them shirtless all day. Be, I be explaining my knowledge to the hip-hop community, my knowledge of medicine, you know, which is basically, uh, basically just giving you pharmaceutical drugs, you know. It's basically looking at your chart... Uh, wearing a stethoscope, asking you one or two questions, and then and then giving you some antidepressants or some or some uh, or some shots, you know. Basically, just basically just slanging for big pharma, dog. I ain't slanging on the streets. I'm slanging in the office. <laughs> All my knowledge of medicine, which is how to pay off, uh, which is paying off my student loans, my massive amounts of debts from student loans from 10 years of education that brainwashed me into only understanding how to dole out pharmaceutical drugs, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I see it, dog. I see it. It's terrible. It's a war zone. McL. McL donated 30 bucks. Says vegan Gehanes has all the soy. A boy. Could need. Soy, with that said, I am announcing that effective immediately, I will be denouncing all meat. Being that I am made of meat, I can also no longer exist. <laughs> Not. Keep fighting the good fight, brother man. Right on, Mikhail. Um, man, I, I, that vegan gains guy, such a transphobe. Dude's a total transphobe. Total freaking transphobe. Won't even, won't even respond to my call out of his wife to fight me. Because I'm a woman in a boxing match. I can't believe, I can't believe these people. I can't believe, I can't believe transphobes like that are given a platform. Can you believe that? I can't believe he's given a platform. 
going to have to write YouTube about that guy. 35 deaths that I've seen face to face from COVID-19 myself. And, um, you know, a lot of people think it's just, you know, people are just calling it COVID when it's something else. Like there's very specific symptoms that we see. I'm telling you from a physician perspective. This and from idiot. Look at this moron. This is like a 28 year old. I'm not fresh out of school doctor. Again, I'm bigger than you. I'm stronger than you. According to a study by Johns Hopkins University, this guy is the third leading cause of death in America. But he's going to help educate you on medicine. Mark donated five bucks. What's up, Mark? Mark says, question, is Israel building Solomon's temple right now? Revelations of Antichrist. Gave five bucks and a last show. Asked about using animal stem cells. I thought I answered that. Let me see. Animal stem cells? Where is that question? Where is that question? I don't see the question. I remember that question, though. But I don't remember answering it. So yeah, using animal stem cells. I don't know, man. I'm not sure the uh, the the uh, official position on this or what the uh, the orthodox answer to that is. I'm not clergy. I have zero authority in the Orthodox Church. Absolutely zero authority. All right, I'm a layman. No authority whatsoever on orthodoxy. Uh, no authority whatsoever on anything like end times, uh, when uh, end times timelines, anything like that. I have no idea. You know, what I do know is that the, um, you know, it's often said, many saints have said that the prayers of the righteous can push back the end. So I think we need to all pray and repent. Uh, I'm not too worried about, hey, if, 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 if we are nearing the end, right, if we are very close to the end, um, Lord have mercy and we need to all repent. And even if we're not right at the end, you know, if we're not in the last in the very final days, years, then uh, we still need to repent. So I wish I could answer, but uh, yeah, I got zero authority. And um, I don't know about, uh, you know, look, the whole thing uh, of rebuilding Solomon's temple, this is a something that you know, Freemasonry has been very keen on, building Solomon's temple, rebuilding Solomon's temple. So um, yeah, I am not... I, I'm somebody who is, you know, I'm, ov I'm obviously watching what's happening in the world. I'm obviously you know, trying to prepare myself for what's coming. And, um, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not an authority on like, you know, reading the signs. Um, now, I mean, even in scripture, it says that uh, even the angels don't know the hour and the time. So yeah, there's, there's all sorts of madness going on in the world for sure. There are many indications that we are reaching the latter days, uh, but I would expect it to get much worse than it is now. Yeah, so the, uh, we need to all be treating it like, yeah, it is. it could be the last days, and we all need to repent. Because yeah, we're not going to build heaven on earth. We're not going to build you know, a, uh, this uh, you know, millennialist kingdom of heaven here on earth. That's not real. All right, and that's... that's the driving force, that idea of, oh, we're going to build heaven on earth. We're going to storm heaven. We're going to recreate Eden here on earth. That has led to many a genocide and, uh, and falling away from the narrow path, which is, you know, it's difficult. It's difficult and it's not easy to be seeking truth and to be seeking righteousness these days when we're surrounded by all this nonsense. So thank you for the support. I appreciate that. And uh, again, uh, as far as the answer on using animal stem cells, um, I'm not an authority. I got no answer for that.
I'm sorry. What I've seen and the trauma that I've endured for 10 months, I encourage people to go get vaccinated. Oh, he's, so, he's, such, he's such a hero. Look, he's suffering for your sins. For the last 10 months while you've been locked up, told you you're not essential. These essentials, these essentials are suffering for our sins, right? They're suffering for us. I encourage people to go get vaccinated. There you go, Pope. I mean, this thing is not going to just go away on its own. We oh, no, it's only going to go away if we all accept an experimental mRNA vax uh, from Big Pharma that they even tell us is not going to stop the spread and we can still spread it to other people. <laughs> then it's going to go away. Oh, no, it, it's actually not going to go away. We're being told that even once we do this, it's not going away. We're going to have to do it over and over and over again. These people are useful idiots. These people are not heroes. Hospital workers, front line. Look, look at this woman injecting him. She, she, she know anything about health. Does this skinny little pilled out dork trying to pay off his student loans by whoring himself out to big pharma? Does he have any idea on how to be healthy? Look at this little skinny fat dweeb fight it and this vaccine is a way for us to do that and when i sidestep away from the from the medical world and i go into the hip-hop world uh, when, I, when i sidestep when i crip walk into the hip-hop world when i be smashing crabs with my rhymes call, <laughs> using the obligatory jack the ripper reference oh like jack the ripper <laughs> when i slay mcs Come on, guy. Um, sometimes I carry stuff from the medicine over, but the hip hop side of me is a completely different entity. And that's how I. <laughs> Wait, he's he's like Arab or something. Look at the, is he is he really black or is he is he this dude's like a Saudi or something? What? And that's how I unwind. That's how I, I, I let, let, let go of stress. That's how I unwind. I let, that's how I let loose, you know, shooting music videos in sand dunes, dressed up like a sultan. <laughs> that's, that's how I unwind, dog. Trying to, try to be famous. That's how I unwind, you know. I just I try to get famous. Shout out to D12, Swinton McVay, OB Trice. When I get done with a, a, a shift at the hospital, yo, just yo, shout out to my crew, Tupac and Biggie. <laughs> shout out to my crew, the Wu Tang Clan. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to Fat Joe. Shout out to Fat Joe. <laughs> you missed it. He was, he was talking to Fat Joe, like on Skype, and he's like, yeah, dog, you know, I got one of the first, first Pfizer shots, you know? And it just shows Fat Joe just nodding his head, like, oh, yeah, that's dope. <laughs> That's fucking tired, dog. Went <laughs> home and resting. Like I go to the studio. That's that's the way I rest. Go to the that's studio. The way I get, um, release my stress. I don't like that. Yeah. Combining the I, medical. I like that. He his rhymes are are are, are fat. P H A T fat. I'm not I'm not trying to fat shame him, but his rhymes are are pretty fat with a P H. He has a PhD. I, I like this guy. I like the I like the cut of his jib. Highly influential in the uh, in the in the community of the African Americans. Sure do hope they get those vaccines, huh? On to the next story. <laughs>
How I about don't it? like that. How yeah. about it? <laughs> I don't like that. Yeah. Combining the medical world with the hip hop world to spread an important message. Pretty cool. And it's Detroit flavor. Yeah. All, all over it. Detroit flavor. All up in it. All up in it. Mmm. Mmm. Sick flow, too, you know? I think his flow is sick. Mmm. Yummy, yummy raps. Yum, yum, yum. I'd like to like to hit up the, the club with him and some bitches, huh? Yeah. I bet the uh I bet the, the bitches be slapping their whap to him, huh? I bet that's the best. <coughs> All right. <coughs> there we go. Wow. Mm. Mm. That's, some, that's some good rap. That's, that sure is, some, sure is some good rap in there, huh? Man, they don't, they don't rap like they used to, huh? They're better than they used to be. This is just good. <laughs> this, is, this is just fantastic rap. We got it. We got another one. We got what you gotta do. Youth vaccine hip hop video. Oh, this is an old one. Oh, I'm gonna watch this one. This is that's three years old. We're gonna watch that. I'm gonna watch that. That's too old. Here we go. All right. So, <laughs> so while. All the black community is being... They're just helping, right? Mass media, they just want to help us by informing us that until we eat the bugs, take the shots, and listen to the experts and wear double masks, you know? Two masks. Until we wear two. If we don't do that stuff, then we can't have a life. We can't go... We can't go and do anything. We can't be going and doing anything. So we do that stuff. They're also here to teach us about healthy relationships. So I know what I'm looking for advice on how to have a healthy relationship. I know that when I'm looking for relationship advice, the first place I go is vice. That even rhymes. Yo, Blau, you want healthy relationship advice? <laughs> Yo, go listen to Vice Magazine. Nope. I'm not oh. having any difficulty. Again, I'm bigger than you. I'm stronger, I'm stronger than, you. than you. DB, what's up, DB? DB donated 10 bucks. Thank you, DB. I appreciate that. Appreciate that, DB. DB's got something he wants us to watch. Let's see. It's one minute, which I like. Which I like that it's just one minute. We got Joe Biden debates Ben Shapiro. Oh, come on, come on, guys. Come on, come on. Joe, Joe Biden, Ben Shapiro. All right, let's, let's watch this. This is, this is totally off topic. Let's, let's do it. Hey, look who it is. Better for Shrimpo. It's me, Jerocko Biden. I'm here to Trans Am. Okay, I'm confused. You called the Ben Shapiro show. I'm Ben Shapiro. I don't know who Benefer Shrimpo is. Also, I'm not a trans am. That's a problem. I'm a human man. Darn right you're a man. Who cares what you're born with? And congratulations. I just signed a Mexican order. So you have, not, 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 a, a sex it in border. You can play hockey with the girls now. Okay, I'm sick of explaining this to everyone. I am fully biologically male. I was born with one set of reproductive organs and they are fully male. No one can play with hockey. Not interested. Look, look, look. I need your vote. I got a big erection coming up against the bad dude. <laughs> Donald Duck. 
Got no pants, man. Orange legs. If you're referring to that, <laughs> you won. You won that. And to be clear, it was not against a cartoon duck. Hey, come on, give me a chance. America needs to heal. That's why we're here. Because blank, blank people are just as fat as white girls. <laughs> that makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. No, I mean that. I was the first college in my family to go to the moon. Look, look, look. <laughs> okay, he's falling asleep. There's a lot to unpack here, but before I do, I need to thank our friends at Sherry's Berries. Sherry's Berries. Give the gift of berries dipped in chocolate. It's fun. Jew hat! <laughs> <coughs> All right, that was <laughs> that was hilarious. That was so good. The Ben Shapiro, the Ben, he could use a better Ben Shapiro, but it was very well written, and the timing was great. <laughs> the impressions could use some work, but Kyle Dunnigan, well done, dude, well freaking done. All right, thank you for that. Shout out to Kyle Dunnigan's channel. That was great. All right, we got. We got Vice. They're here to teach us. They're here to teach us about relationships and how to be healthy mentally and emotionally. I learned how to be an ethical slut through polyamory. In a monogamy-obsessed culture where everything revolves around finding or pleasing the one, having multiple partners helped me focus on my own needs and happiness. Dan Rabello is a 28-year-old activist. That's I trust him. I know, right? 28-year-old activist, please tell me how to live. 28-year-old activist, educator, and artist who often talks, wait, <laughs> about their experience, Dan Rabello. Dan Rabello is a, look at first sentence, Vice, come on. It should be his experience, not their experience. Dan Rabello is a 28-year-old activist, educator, and artist who often talks about their experience of polyamory and living in a Loving and being in a loving polycule, a connected network of people linked through their relationships to one or more members of a polyamorous group on social media by sharing their life with their followers. Rebello, I guess maybe it is a group. <laughs> Rebello is filling the education gap about what it means to be polyamorous, especially in a country like India, <laughs> where patriarchal traditions and even pop culture infiltrate our minds with toxic expectations of monogamous relationships. Yeah, monogamous relationships are toxic, right? Ex expecting a monogamous relationship is now, that's toxic masculinity, right? As a trans-masculine demi-boy, they... Oh, that's the pronouns. Right? It's not multiple people... It's you have to call me they. This isn't even a typo. As a trans-masculine demi-boy, that's dope, dude. I can't wait to make people, because I'm a woman now, you guys remember, I'm a trans-masculine, I'm a trans-masculine demi-emperor. That's my, my, I'm trans-masculine demi-emperor. <clears throat> my pronoun, actually probably shouldn't even say it right now, but it rhymes with maggot. And I want you all to call me that pronoun. Uh, they feel queer people's politics also make them more... It's Bob Saget is my pronoun, by the way. Uh, queer people's politics often make them more open to the idea of polyamory, as does the pursuit of non-toxic 
healthy relationships. Here, Rebella talks to Vice about how they realized they were polyamorous, stopped cheating on their monogamous partners, and grew into their authentic self through polyamory. I'm confused, and I like it. There they are. There they are. <laughs> what the hell? For everyone around me, being polyamorous, especially openly, is a radical act. Here, let's refresh this and make sure all the pictures load. Some of the pictures didn't load. Oh, it's just an advertisement. For everyone around me, being polyamorous, especially openly, is a radical act. Man, you're so brave and stunning. They are so brave and stunning. To me, however, wait, you don't even call yourself, you have to call yourself they. I'll correct, I'll correct they. Um, to they, however, it's just a part of they identity, but it wasn't always like this. Two years ago, when I, but that's, you're not calling yourself by your own pronoun there. How could, are you allowed to call yourself I if your pronoun is they? Ah, I'm so confused. I feel like I should correct this for you, but I'll just read it how you wrote it, I guess. Two years ago, when I realized I was polyamorous, it took a lot of time even for me to accept myself. I had to unlearn a lot of what I had learned by living in a very monogamous patriarchal. Ugh. Patriarchal. I hate my dad. Patriarchal and heteronormative society. I do have a history of trying to be monogamous and failing at it. Man, it should be, that's because... Clearly, it's not because of any fault of your own that you are failing in your monogamous relationships, right? Clearly, there's no, no fault of your own, right? I mean, they did everything right. They did absolutely everything right. It's just, the thing is, monogamy, it's just patriarchal. It's mean. It's heteronormative, right? You're not a heteronormie. I do have a history of trying to be monogamous and failing at it. Back when I wasn't even aware of the existence of the word polyamorous, I used to end up cheating a lot in my monogamous relationships, right? Because you were, they were trying to confine you. They were trying to selfishly confine you. And you broke free. You broke free. They broke free. From them. You're also them, but them being the other part of the monogamous relationship, even though we don't know what their pronouns are, so I probably shouldn't even talk about them without first asking what their pronouns are. I'm just going to keep reading before I get in trouble. It wasn't my relationships that were limiting me. It was myself. I was too afraid of being considered overly promiscuous because our society doesn't accept that. I knew that whenever I liked someone or was dating someone, I always thought about other people as well. That would make me think, am I a slut? Because... I knew that's what society would label me. Man, this is so sad. She's so, she's so oppressed. Listen to the, the suffering that she had to go through. She tried to be in a monogamous relationship. And she would lust after other people. But then society would like tell her in her mind that maybe society thought she was, they was a slut. Because I knew that's what society would label me. At one point... It got too much. When I got out of the monogamous relationship, I was single for almost half a decade, right? I mean, just because, that's not your fault. You just, there, you couldn't find a good man or woman or thruple. <laughs> that's not your fault at all. You couldn't find a relationship for half a decade. That's everyone else's fault. It's society. You know, we live in a society I was seeing people here and there, but I was terribly afraid of calling it a relationship. 
At the same time, I didn't even know if I was polyamorous. I mean, looking at your picture, it's totally society's fault that you couldn't find a relationship for five years. I would join a, a thruple with you right now. But throughout, five, throughout those five years, I constantly felt this abundance of love in me, love that I wanted to give to other people. Ugh. I had so much love that I wanted to give away, not necessarily to receive. You just had so much love. You, you, dude, wait, did you just plagiarize the film Magnolia in your Vice article? <laughs> you just plagiarized Magnolia. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Look, 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 look. Magnolia. Love to give. This is... Alright, Quiz Kid Donnie. You just, you just, <laughs> you just totally plagiarized Quiz Kid Donnie. I'm sick. I'm sick or not. Is this the scene? I think she's melancholy with depression sometimes. Mm-hmm. Why don't you run along now, friend? The dessert is getting cold. I'm sick. Stay there, friend. I'm sick and I'm in love. You seem the sort of person who confuses the two. That's right. That's the first time you've been right. I confuse the two, and I don't care. This is a great movie. Hey. Hey! I love you. <laughs> I, I love you. Uh, I'm, I'm sick. I'll, I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you tomorrow. I'm getting corrective oral surgery tomorrow for my teeth. I love you, Brad. Brad, the bartender. You want to love me back? I'll be good to you. I'll be goddamn good for you. Won't. Be mad if you don't know said what. Am I gonna get hit with a copyright strike? I mean, this is, this clip is on. I'm gonna get hit with a copyright strike, aren't I? You gotta get to the part where he says, I've got a lot of love to give, but I don't know where to put it. <laughs> with angels. You wanna know the common element for the entire group? Like he pencil that is in. All we really wanted to know was through with the past, but the past is not through with us. Where's the line? Oh, it is not dangerous to confuse. Where's the line? I know I did a stupid thing. So stupid. Where's the line? Anyways. She totally, she to, you totally just plagiarized Quiz Kid Donnie from Magnolia, though. I've got a lot of love to give, but I don't know where to put it. <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's one of, that's a very underrated film, by the way. Is it, was it P.T. Anderson that made, that made that? It's a really good film, Magnolia. Um, with uh, Tom Cruise playing himself in that movie, it's fantastic. <clears throat> Julianne Moore playing herself in that movie also really good um, alright anyways I'm calling you out or they out I had so much love that I wanted to give away not necessarily to receive as an asexual person my focus was on complete was completely on these feelings of love then I met this person two years ago who was also polyamorous and that's how our relationship started he's still my partner even though we don't see each other very often because we live in different cities. These two years have been an exercise in getting rid of the hold that toxic monogamy, toxic monogamy had on me. 
look at this. <laughs> so the demonization of the family has taken on a new dimension, right? And now it's it's not toxic masculinity. It's toxic monogamy, right? Because a monogamous relationship is just somehow, it's like a symptom, right? It's a symptom of toxic masculinity. So we got vice, pushing that, pushing that poly life, pushing the polyglot life, polyamory life. So here we go. We got some more though. We got some more. We've had, we've had a ton of this stuff. You just go check out, you do a quick search on, uh, on Google. Google News, look at this, the doctors. They did a whole segment on the doctors about polyamory. Where is it? That's a week ago. Whole section on the doctors on polyamory. Let's see. Poly. There you go. Let's check out the doctor's section on poly. You know, a recent study by the International Academy of Sex Research found that 33% of people involved in monogamy... <laughs> this guy's got that Joe Biden slur. What's up with that? You know, a recent study by the International Academy of Sex Research found that 33% of people involved in monogamous relationships fantasize about having a sexually open relationship. 33%. That's one-third of the population not a small number by any stretch of the imagination. But hey, that's fantasy, right? In reality, is an open relationship really possible? What does it even look like? Are there rules to make a consensual, non-monogamous relationship actually work? Polyamory, it's been called the biggest sexual revolution since the 60s. It's surprisingly common amongst millennials and Gen Z. As examples of polyamorous relationships become more common, its popularity continues to grow and more all the cool kids are getting in polyamorous relationships all right you like how in the beginning there so he references this 30 percent of people in a monogamous relationship fantasize what do you say like fantasize about being with other people all right so i mean it, it, it's like a 90 percent of people who get in arguments fantasize about violently acting against the other person they're arguing with 75% of people who get in a car and get on the freeway in Los Angeles fantasize about violent outbursts against other drivers. So, I mean, just because you fantasize about something, because, because an image pops in your head, then, oh yeah, we, sh we should act on that, right? We, we should all act on that. You know, any, any, any fantasy that jumps into your head, you should just act on it. You should just act on it. So, and and what what study is he actually referencing? Somebody somebody mentioned Kinsey in here. Yeah, is he is this, he's talking about Kinsey? Is he talking about that disgusting pervert Kinsey? All right. So just any anything you fantasize about, anything that pops up in your head, any of these uh, these demonic thoughts that just happen to pop into your head, I guess we should just uh, we should just we should just jump into it. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Right, but no, this this is what this is what television does. This is what these people here are here to do. This is what Billie Eilish was there to do for you, right? To pro to provide you with an iconography, the iconography of demons. Who was it? One of the, one of these saints said that it was one. It was a modern saint said that 
Pornography is the iconography of the devil, is the iconography of the demons. Have to look at that quote. <laughs> so the, the, the people on the TV, they're, they're here to tell you that, hey, whatever notion just happens to pop into your head, well, you should just follow that through. This is a recipe for being completely enslaved, right? Which is, which is exactly what mass media is all about, enslaving you to the passions, enslaving you to this nonsense, enslaving you to the spirit of the age, which leads you to ruin. It leads to ruin. What do these polyamorous relationships lead to? They lead you into destruction, into self-destruction, and the destruction of your ability to have a true connected relationship. They're going to destroy your ability to ever have a family. And that's what these people are here to do. They're here to brainwash you into thinking not only should you just be chasing your passions and opening yourself up to the influence of the passions and becoming enslaved to them through sexual liberation, which has nothing to do with liberation. Sexual liberation is not liberation. Sexual liberation is enslavement to the passions. It's enslavement. But that's what they're here to do. They're here to help you justify this, to justify actions that are going to put you in ruin physically, emotionally, psychologically, and spiritually. What does it even look like? Are there rules to make a consensual, non-monogamous relationship actually work? What does it even look like, right? See, you put your t children in front of the television. You allow yourself, you put yourself in front of these shows. This is what they're normalizing. They're normalizing... You just worshiping lust, right? Mistaking, mistaking love for lust. <laughs> Polyamory. It's been called the biggest sexual revolution since the 60s. It's surprisingly common amongst millennials and Gen Z. As examples of polyamorous relationships become more common, its popularity continues to grow and more people are considering it for themselves. But what is polyamory and what does it mean to be polyamorous? Poly means many. Amory is love, many loves. Being polyamorous is committed intimate relationships with more than one partner with the informed consent of all partners. At the core, polyamory is multiple consensual non-monogamous relationships. Some say it's the best way to integrate sexual freedom, real honesty, openness, and commitment. Others yeah, so that, that's the quote was pornography is the devil's iconography. And that's from Father Seraphim Rose. So, <laughs> that's so true. Right, but and now most when you look at look at this, this is the doctors. This is basically what they just showed you. They couldn't have had that on television even in the nineteen seventies. They're showing you softcore pornography on daytime television now. Believe that polyamory threatens the foundation of our society, where love, marriage, and family are paramount. So, <laughs> but we're here to tell you that love, marriage, and family are so regressive. In fact, not only are they regressive, those are bigoted ideas. We need to get rid of all of those so that your children can be raised by the state, by the television, by mass media, and, and by state education. Right? So they can be raised by the education system, so they can be raised by television, so they can be raised and sterilized by their iPads, and so they won't even want to have children. So the people who run these television stations like Ted Turner can get their way and decrease the population by 90% or more. 
Is polyamory free love from the 60s reincarnated? Or is it the natural progression of a younger generation unwilling to sacrifice new experiences? No, they keep showing up. They keep showing like one dude with two girls, right? Like, oh, this is how it's going to be. You're going to have two hot chicks. <laughs> yeah, sure. Or a conventional lifestyle. Did that get your attention? Curious how it all works? Let's check it out. Did that get your attention? You want two girlfriends? Well, <laughs> keep watching. Keep lusting. Come on. I was monogamous for 18 years. I was married with two beautiful kids. I had the life and the relationships that most people would strive for. Something always felt missing for me. I also carried shame and guilt when I felt a draw towards other women. And then I heard that polyamory was a thing. And that's when some of that shame began. To they show like the Calvin Klein photo shoots. What <laughs> is this? Look at these like abused model children. Oh, this is what you're gonna look. You're gonna look like hot models. Do you want to look like a hot model with a bunch of chicks? Do you want your life to be just like a photo shoot for Calvin Klein? Oh uh, yeah. Look at all, look at all these hot people with multiple girlfriends. Come on, that's not how it is. <laughs> you think this is how it's gonna be? This is this is a recipe for misery. This is a recipe. Look and look how miserable. Look at how miserable the people are that they show you. And these aren't people. This isn't a polyamorous relationship that you see right here. That's a photo shoot for some freaking. You know that that's a, that's some pervert doing a photo shoot with some young children. That's what that is. That's some teenagers getting told, "Yeah, you'll be famous. Come over here. Come to my little Manhattan apartment. Let's do a photo shoot with some perv." This isn't this isn't a happy, healthy relationship. They're showing you just people abused. Right? How demonic is this? Release. But there was exactly. It's just actors. Those are actors or models. Same thing. Here, here's a picture of some, some Calvin Klein models and actors. Concept out there that you could actually love more than one person. We finally decided about seven years ago to have an open marriage. We jumped into other serious relationships right away. And here we are, seven years later, living with my partner Leah, my other partner Rihanna. That's our little tribe. We share in parenting, we share in finances, parenting. and in some cases share in loving romantic relationships. Yeah. These are the doctors, right? Are you supposed to trust the experts? The doctors? And these are the people that you're told are, you know, these are like the heroes of secular society, the doctors, the frontline workers. We're living in uncertain times. It's tough to keep up with the latest medical headlines about the market. <laughs> so we're here to propagandize you about all of it. All right, so then we got, you got that one. Here you go. Here's the, here's the, the doozy clip. Leah, it's got to be tough, though. Um, the person you're having a relationship says to you, you know, tonight I'm not coming home. I'm going over to Abigail's house and we're going to do X, Y, Z to sit there and say, oh, have fun. Go have fun with Abigail. <laughs> do, do you then say, well, you know, I have Jack coming over, so everything is good. I mean, how does that work? Yeah, at this time, I don't have other local partners. So, you know, <clears throat> actually, we've really tried to localize partners here in our family. Um, there was a time where we were able to do that to some degree. But luckily, I have a really strong outside network. I have lots of other connections and loves to call on the phone if I need. 
And I also have a lot of other activities that I love. I, I love to write and sing. And... <laughs> what kind of an emotional mess? What kind of a terrible woman is this? Like, what kind of a shitty mother is this? I just, like, love... I have the thought of things that I love. Listen to that one more time. You, this woman is all over the place. Coming home, I'm going over to Abigail's house, and we're going to do X, Y, Z, to sit there and say, oh, have fun. Go have fun with Abigail. <coughs> do, do you then say, well, you know, I have Jack coming over, so everything is good? I mean, how does that work? Yeah, at this time, I don't have other local partners. So, you know, <clears throat> actually, we've really tried to localize partners here in our family. Um, there was a time where we were able to do that to some degree. But luckily, I have a really strong outside network. I have lots of other connections and loves to call. Lots of other connections and loves to call? This is the video is called How Do Children Fit Into Polyamorous Relationships? I have lots of other loves I can call. But it's just all about, like, it's all about me. It's just like you, I'm the center of the world. It's all about me. And I, need, I, need, and I deserve a harem of other women or of other men to... Uh, to uh, to take care of me and my needs. And this, these are my loves. My loves. Like, this, this is not love. This isn't love. You know, I, I have lots of other lusts that I can call. I have lots of other, uh, lots of other batteries that, can, I can, that I can drain. Phone if I need. And I also have a lot of other activities that I love. I, I love to write and sing and dance. So I, I'm not a person just sitting by myself sort of Willing. <laughs> Write and sing and dance. Imagine having a mom. You have a mom. And she just loves to write and sing and dance. Like, what kind of an airy, fairy, useless, degenerate mother <laughs> is this woman? I, this is so sad. Is it going to show their kids? In isolation, you know, I, I have a lot going on, and you know, I think that's important when you're cultivating this kind of relationship. So, so if you if you and Shy are out having dinner, and you know, a handsome guy catches your attention, are you allowed to go up and approach him and say, "Hey, how you doing?" and begin a conversation? That happened last night, actually. That actually did happen yesterday. <laughs> wow. So, and Shy, you have no ounce of jealousy. Or there's no jealousy either way between the two of you. It's like cool, no problem. No, that that wouldn't be true. Yeah. Jealousy is definitely <laughs> a part of the equation. It's just that we choose to move through it to see what's on the other side. And, we just um, choose to constantly torture each other. The other side, there's a lot of good. So yeah, I've experienced. Look, look at like the <laughs> look at the love in his eyes. He's so he's this guy. He's just so full of love, right? They're so full of love. They can deal with the jealousies. Here's uh, Rasplatting, it's got a good good quote here. To yield and give away to our passions. To yield and give way to our passions is the lowest slavery, even as to rule over them is the only liberty. St. Justin Martyr. Yeah. Moments of jealousy, Leah has to. And so when you talk about... How miserable they are, how tortured they are. And we've watched a few of these couples now so far. This might be like the third time we touched on the poly stuff. Because every few months there's more and more of this. <clears throat> but they're torturing themselves and they're torturing each other. Children in the relationship, right? Um, is it a case where you agree not to have children? Are there children? Do you have children? How do the children work in this picture? Because it could, could get a little complicated, it seems. Hmm. Our kids meet our partners often. And um, it's just... Their... 
our kids, those are they're part of our loves. <laughs> they're part of the networks that we call upon. You know, I mean, it's like I love dancing, I love singing, I love writing. I just love expressing myself, and sometimes I sometimes I like being with my children, and sometimes I don't. And when I don't, I just give them to some of the other partners. <laughs> For new normal, you know, like anything else, it's new what they've become accustomed to in the last six years or so. Okay, so you both have children by other people? Yeah. And do your children live with you all or with the, with the biological father or mother? It's a mix of both. So uh, two of them live with us. Uh, mine actually splits time uh, with my ex. But I wanted to say that this is where I think polyamory really shines because aside from the dating and the fun stuff and the jealousy, our children have multiple adults for hanging out, for prepping food, or helping with school. They have being- multiple adults, so we leave them alone with all the time. This is the new normal. <laughs> look at this propaganda. Look how look how degenerate this is. Look how miserable this little effeminate guy is. Look at his dorky ass Smurf haircut. Look at these people. He spent like thirty minutes doing his little gay Smurf haircut before he gets on TV. Look at these look at these empty, miserable shells of people. In their support, other people can go on a date. It really shines in this way, and I think that we're very shines. Okay, so Sean, what is the current situation you guys are in? Explain kind of the links so I can understand a little better. Well, uh, I would like to, I call it um, like polyamorous bondage to all sorts of demons. We're just completely controlled by our passions. Basically, no will of my own. Um, wake up, coom, spend a few hours uh, getting ready for the next coom, then coom a little bit later with another partner, then a little bit later on just uh, a coom again. Um, um, yeah, we, we torture each other emotionally. Uh, I never look my children in the eyes because I just feel ashamed. Um, so yeah, it's just pretty much, pretty much it, yeah. Quick backstory, when, when, uh, when my ex-wife and I opened up our marriage, um, you know, it lasted for about seven months and she asked for a divorce. So then what I did was I asked her boyfriend to move in with us. And then I asked my girlfriend to move in with us. And we ended up living in... Kind of a community with, oh, wait, wait, stop, stop, stop. with his wife's boyfriend. So he lived with his wife's boyfriend. That's how this all started. Oh. You asked <laughs> you asked the boyfriend of your ex-wife to move in with you? Yeah, the guy she was leaving me for, I asked him to move in with us. Yeah. Why? Because I wanted I didn't want to have a broken home. I wanted my kids to have both parents at oh, home. Awesome. And I wanted us to uh I'll just build a tribe around, you know, turn turn um uh, lemons into lemonade, right? Like he, I can't, can't even make fun of it. He just does. He does it for us. He lived with his wife's boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. In a commune. <laughs> I like that. And then eight of us all live together. Four adults. Oh wow. And four kids. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What a house. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it works. It works. Yeah. It works for. <laughs> it works, huh? Wow. Okay. Well, (laughs) that is pathetic. All right, so that's the doctors, right? That's what they're. If you fantasize about an open relationship, there you go. I don't think there's any more clips of these people. The doctors, the experts, yeah. The TikTok drink that claims to get rid of COVID. 
and then just a lot of it's just vaccine ads, of course. New long-lasting injectable to restore facial volume. All right, how to how to mutilate your body to try to look acceptable for your other relationships in the commune, in your communal apartment. Dang. All right, that was that was very enlightening. That was very enlightening. So I mean, they're just these are everywhere. Look, DW. Dot com relationships. We need to talk. Is polyamory the better relationship option? Has monogamy failed? Both concepts are, are total nonsense. Happiness and unhappiness can be found everywhere. Love is love. So this is like this week. This article came out. What what is the date on this one? <clears throat> You've got kcrw.com. This is just some local news station, I think. KCR. Oh wow. There we go. That's, <laughs> that's my... <laughs> What's behind the desire for a polyamorous relationship? It's from two days ago. Polyamorous people parading under their banner at Pride in London 2016. So good. The Expanse. Drummer, actor on the show's respectful polyamory representation. These are all just from the last couple weeks. These are all just from the last couple weeks. HBO's Max. What is this? There is no I in threesome preview. See an engaged couple. <coughs> Excuse me. See an engaged couple try their hand at polyamory. Dive into one couple's attempt at a polyamorous relationship with HBO Max's. Ah, there is no I in threesome coming February 11th. All right, let's check out the. Let's look at this. Uh, watch this preview. <laughs> Love Life is about one woman, uh, my character, Darby Carter, who um, we follow for maybe 10 years. There's uh, this idea that in our lives we have a certain number of significant relationships um, that, you know, have an impact on us. And it's really about exploring, like, how we change. Who she is in the first couple of episodes were me trying to be willing to be like, oh, this is so the ugly side of like dating in your early 20s and it's so cringe. But by the end, I was like, this is like who I aspire to be. The woman that I hope to grow into, you know, who has her priorities really straight and knows her. <laughs> by the end, I was like, this is who I aspire to be. Like a made up fake character that I'm pretending to be in front of cameras. <laughs> the twist that these actors get. This is who I, this is like really the person that I aspire to be. I want to be this fake character who's just like in front of the camera and living a fake made up life. That's who I want to be. Boundaries and knows the kind of people that she wants in her life. There was a fair amount of um, me inserting my like personal experiences into the content of the show. And there was actually a period where it's so mirrored so many very specific situations in my life that I was like, I'm gonna get so many angry phone calls. Oh my God. So in the end, I did feel like things got kind of remixed enough. I, I felt like I had plausible deniability and I can say like, that wasn't about you. I don't even know what you're talking about. I don't believe in soulmates in any traditional sense for sure. Like that word is uh, kind of synonymous with like the one. There's many the ones. And if we're lucky, we spend a long time with someone. I wonder if there are kind of non-romantic uh, soulmates. I mean, I would say that there is evidence that it's more likely that a soulmate is non-romantic. 
uh, you know, the best and longest relationships in my life are certainly uh, friendships. Is porn a hobby? I don't know. I'm just watching all the Netflix and I'm looking at Twitter and I can pretend that I'm learning French and I'm not. Um, the thing that I do that's like um, productive is I'll like go and pull weeds from my little garden area. And so I tell myself that I'm gardening as though I'm like creating this lush paradise when actually like the only thing that I feel comfortable doing is like pulling weeds because everything else I'm like, I have such a black thumb that I'm like, don't touch it. It's so bad. It's a lot of sitting on the couch, but I'm also trying not to Sorry, just shut up. Yeah, I, I, there's just like the, so many ones, and it's like, I mean, it's just like there's many ones I could spend like a lot of time with all of them. No, you're never gonna find anyone if you keep talking like this. Just shut up. Just stop speaking. Is this even the. This is. Alright, let's see. I think that was just a random ad for a different thing. It doesn't even have anything to do with the actual article here. Is this. Let's see. About one woman. Uh yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> well, there's no I in threesome. HBO. I just like, I'm just, I'm just like, sometimes I go outside. I'm just like, I'm like pretending I'm in the garden. I'm just like thinking, oh, I'm I'm not even gardening, but like I'm just pretending to. I'm just like pulling a few of the weeds. I'm just like, I'm just like, there's so many of the ones. I'm just like, there's so many eligible bachelors. And I want a beard mix. I'm like, like a C-list celebrity. And I'm just like, oh, I'm gonna be with all of you. No. No. Alright. <clears throat> If you just go, like you search polyamory, look at all this stuff. My bell, my beauty review. Polyamorous, call me by my name riff, has lofty ambitions. Mom tries to accept sons, multiple partners. Like, <laughs> it's just, just in the news section. Trans, polysaturated. Mitchell Grauberger's gender journey and polyamorous love story. <laughs> Dude! The history of marriage and other forms of intimate relationships. KCRW. <laughs> they decided to have sex with other people. Disaster ensued. Thruple, who met in Pennsylvania swingers party, fell in love in lockdown. <laughs> what the hell? Oh. Wow. This, this seems like a real winner of an article from the Daily Mail. Polly... Yeah, I gotta read it in what's that chick's voice? Anna Kendrick or whatever. they fell in love while living together in quarantine despite the 15 year age gap between the two women. And like, oh man. How can you. How? How can you speak like that? How can you talk like this? All these people, all these freaking LA people, all these people that live in LA. I'm gonna say everyone. There's probably people watching this from LA that are really cool. But these. L.A. celeb, aspiring celebrity Hollywood type people are so insufferable and miserable. I words cannot express how insufferable and miserable that Los Angeles wannabe celebrity life makes people. It's like I know somebody who knows somebody who like did coke with Jamie Foxx. 
And, like, I still think it's, like, no big deal or anything. It's just, like, it's kind of a big deal. Or it's, like, whatever. But I'm, like, totally going to a party on a yacht next weekend. And just, like, I said that. It's, like, name drop a little bit. Oh, yeah. It's, like, for sure. Like, I knew somebody who knew Harvey Weinstein. No, shut up. You're miserable. You're miserable. Los Angeles. I haven't been to, I haven't been to Southern California in over... Like 11 years? No, 12 years? 12 years, 10 or 12, no, 11 or 12 years. I haven't been to Southern California. But even before all this nonsense happened, it's gotten so much worse now, but LA was always the worst place. The worst place. Oh man. How do I get rid of this stupid ad? This ad covers up half the article. Okay, polyamorous thruple reveal how they fell in love while living together in quarantine despite the 15-year age gap between the two women and their 37-year-old father of three boyfriend, Oscar Gonzalez. This dude sounds like a real winner. Oscar Gonzalez, 37, from San Juan, met Samantha Sewell, 22, from Philadelphia, at a swingers party in Pennsylvania in September 2019. Both of them had not committed to a monogamous relationship. Both of them had. If you believe ah. that you are being gaslighted. Both of them had not committed to a monogamous relationship, but they fell in love, and Samantha moved to Puerto Rico to live with Oscar. They met Samantha Quiles, 21, on Tinder in January 2020, while looking for other people to connect with, and went on a handful of dates with her. Soon after, they were forced into lockdown amid the pandemic, and Amanda ended up quarantining with them. One year later, they're all in love. And happier than ever. They're happy, you guys. And that's the, the ultimate goal, right? The ultimate goal of life, according to TV. Chase happiness. You'll be happy. If you could just get famous, you'll be happy. If you can just find that person, the one person, or that one polyamorous relationship, or if people would just accept you, if you could just get enough followers, right? you'll be happy. Happier than ever, despite facing furious criticism from strangers who label the women gold diggers. Look at this winner. I mean, you like he invested early, you know. He's 37, but he's made some really good investments in his life. I mean, first of all, face tattoos. Come on. Come on. You know you're winning. You know you're winning when you got face tattoos. I mean, this guy, he's he's on the right track. He's on the right track. He's got multiple face tattoos, not just one. He invested in multiple face tattoos and hoops. Hoop earrings, stretching those ears out, you know? Right, great investment. Um, so, I mean, I could, see, I could see how they could be gold diggers. I could see how they might, you know, be perceived as being gold diggers when this guy, obviously, he's got, he's got long, he's got a five-year plan. <laughs> he's, got a, he's, got a, he's got a 20-year plan. Dude, look at these people. Tattoo store owner. Man, he owns a tattoo store. Right, this guy, this guy is so well off. He has, he's got a, a tattoo store. He owns it. He owns that tattoo store from San Juan, Puerto Rico. <laughs> he owns a tattoo store in Puerto Rico. First met body piercer Samantha Sewell, body piercer. There you go, from Philadelphia in September 2019, while they were attending the same swinger parties in Pennsylvania. This is just like it was love at first orgy. 
Look at these gross people. <laughs> these people are so disgusting. Look at this. Look at this dude. He has a he's got a Star Wars Star Wars starter cap. He's got that Star Wars new era cap. His obese girlfriend. Oh come on. Get out of here, Google ads. His obese girlfriend, dressed like a schoolgirl, works at a tattoo shop. He is just, this guy is winning on so many levels. <laughs> but it's just like, like, look at all these mom tries to accept, son's multiple partners. These are all just from the last couple weeks. It's getting more and more. So polyamory, it's like the new veganism, right? Poly is the new vegan. Polly's a new vegan. All right, we got, here we go. We're finally getting some, finally getting some more support. It's been an hour. It's been a whole hour since we had even a single, a single shout out from the audience there, you guys. Don't take the streams for granted. If you like the streams, please support. I know some of y'all are essentials. DB says I'm just hating. I, I'm just hate. I'm a hater. I'm just a hater. I'm just a hater. I want to own a tattoo shop and have a, have a, um, a girlfriend that pierces dudes' ding-dongs. <laughs> I want a second girlfriend that pierces dudes' ding-a-lings. We finally get some support from the audience. So come on, guys. If you guys, if you guys like the stream, please support. Please support the stream. Deputy Dave over in the chat says, body mutilation is what it is, self-hatred. That's the thing. It's like this. They're, they're mutilating each other emotionally. The polyamorous relationship. Right, destroying their ability to actually pair bond. None of these people are going to be together once once they're no longer lustfully attracted to each other. None of these none of these people care about each other on a deeper level. So once they don't lust after the sexual desire, the sexual rapture that they're somehow giving each other, after they stop being able to please each other's passions, they're useless to each other. That's what's that's why the that's why media pushes this stuff. They want us alone in our later years so that we can get so that we can be systematically exterminated through isolation, through even willingly destroying our own lives, which because they've been normalizing now the idea of what do they call it? What do they call it? Well, they, the idea of euthanasia, but they've they've got these other marketing terms for it, these new Orwellian terms uh, for suicide, right? So they they want you in your later years to be completely alone, isolated, and afraid because you die younger. Because you have nobody to pass on anything to, including generational knowledge, which is very important. Destroying the transmission of generational knowledge, which is why the generation gap's always being pushed, right? Mom tries to accept sons, multiple partners. Parents just don't understand. Huh, Will Smith, the second greatest rapper of all time after your boy Lil AIDS. Parents just don't understand. They want you, they want us miserable. So they program us in ways to where we will be in our later years completely alone with nobody to pass on any property to, hopefully not owning any property anyways, right? That's how the World Economic Forum tells you. You will own nothing. You'll be happy. They don't want us to pass on property. They don't want us to pass on any knowledge. They don't want us procreating either. The people that fund this crap... try to befriend you. They'll try to say... The vegan ideology, you've been brainwashed. Come over here. There we go. The, this... <clears throat> the system... 
that runs this media behemoth, right? Billionaire philanthropists like Ted Turner. Ted Turner says he wants to reduce the world's population by 90% or more, right? Bill Gates, openly for population reduction. This is one of the central dogmas of the economic so-called elite, right? Depopulation. So polyamorous relationships, this is one part of it, one part of the weaponized pop culture that is there to destroy family, to destroy tradition, and to get you to open up to all sorts of behaviors that are going to destroy your connection to other people around you, your connection to the truth, and ultimately your connection to yourself and to God. That's what it's about. It's about opening you up to worshiping the passions, becoming enslaved to the passions, becoming enslaved to your hungers that are insatiable, that they market to you constantly. The sex, drugs, and rock and roll is there to destroy your culture, to destroy your children. And all this polyamory stuff, they, they may try to make it all flashy, but you see the fruits of it. These people are actually miserable. And they, just in that article, the last article we were looking at, these were people who were literally mutilating themselves, right? Not this one, the last one with the, uh, you know, she, she's, he's a, a tattoo artist. He's got tats all over his face, permanently tattooing his face up. And then she was a, uh, a body mutilator, a professional piercer. Piercing people's peenies. So, all right, we got we got a super chat. Here we go. We had two super chats. I need to read that first one. Matu one eighty five. Thank you so much for the support. I appreciate that. Matu is over there in Estonia. I appreciate the support. You guys watching the stream? If you like these streams, if you want more of these streams at this time, support the dang stream. Share the videos. Hit the thumbs up. And support via the Streamlabs. That's the way to support. The Streamlabs link. I'll throw it in the. Uh, there's one in the description. I'll put it back. In there, I always got to remind you guys, if you like these streams, please don't take them for granted. If you can support, I know that you, you folks out there that be crypto rich while you're watching your Bitcoin moon, so some, throw some crumbs to these non-essentials so that we can keep this YouTube channel alive. Thank you very much for the support. Matu, Matu185 sends $25 USD. Says, hello, we have so much snow here in Estonia. Haven't had a winter like this in almost 10 years. I personally think it's because of the massive reduction in air traffic, less artificial clouds, but hey, cow farts and CO2, right? Well, I mean, they're also, it's very difficult. Thank you for the super chat. Interesting, interesting idea there. But, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't say uh, massive reduction in air traffic doesn't have to necessarily result in less artificial clouds. There are methods for heating the ionosphere and for manipulating weather and it is La Nina year, which uh, means that there's that really big cold spot in the Pacific. We're having major drought over here. And even though air traffic is decreased, I'm still seeing some sus. I'm still seeing some sus stuff going on around here in the sky. I think, I think we're still seeing. I mean, Bill Gates is talking about spraying the stratosphere uh, with Harvard. And I think they did that. They did begin some of those experiments, which is, that's old tech. That's 100-year-old technology that Bill Gates is talking about. They're just finally bringing out into the open now, gaslighting you, as they've been gaslighting us for generate for decades now. Gaslighting us for decades, telling us, oh no, there's no way to modify the weather. Even though these patents, the Edward Teller patents, go back to the 1930s. The, the messing with stratosphere, using aerosols, 
and antenna arrays is old technology going back to the 1920s and 30s, cloud seeding technology. This is old. That's old. That's, that's first generation for this type of weather modification stuff. There's third, fourth, fifth generation weather modification tech out there. And you don't need commercial airliners to do stuff like that. But, you know, uh, it's sorry to hear you guys got a big cold snap over there. Send some of that moisture over here. We need rain. We've been praying for rain, getting none the last month in the middle of the rainy season, completely dried up here. So, yeah, I'd, we need some good weather. We could really use some rain. But I'm, I'm glad, hey, <clears throat> I'm glad you're doing well in Estonia. And thank you very much for the support. Cow farts and CO2 are not, obviously, as you, as you said, cow farts and CO2 are not the, uh, the major driving factors for the climate, right? And uh, this whole idea of climate change in general is just insane. Just absolutely insane. Oh, man-made climate change. Well, again, so I'm bigger and stronger than you, so I won't worry too much. We know. We know. So anyways, yes, there are ways that man can modify weather. Man can intentionally do that and has been for a long time for, for for decades man has been weaponizing weather even right and it's admitted that in vietnam the u.s military created typhoons to attack the ho chi minh trail that's admitted that's that's on record so yeah thank you matu i appreciate that you are the number two bigot number three bigot the third Top bigot of the chat. Tied with Mick Ale. There's Mick Ale. Mick Ale, two hours ago. I didn't even see that one. Mick Ale. What's up, Mick Ale? Let me, let me replay that one. Triumphant super chat. Mick Ale was trying to get it to go through, and it went through. We got it now. Where is that? You want to find out? Find out. Aww. Find out. Mark. You... Come at me and you'll find out how strong I am eating a plant-based diet. Mark Passio. Okay? You'll find out. Oh, Marky Mark. I am a soy boy because I love soy. We got soy boys who love soy. We got Mick Ale. We got Mark Passio. Mark Passio. All right, Mick Ale. Where'd that one go? Um, Mick Ale. Now I don't see it. Are you kidding me? That's so weird. Why did it just disappear? Mick Ale had that one about how he sent Super Chats, but then it disappeared, and he couldn't get it to go through, and I don't see it. It was a $25 Super Chat, and now it's gone, but then his Vegan Gains Super Chat came through. That's very strange. I'm trying to go back and read that one. Maybe if I go to like my email, uh, maybe I got a notification through the email. This is a mystery. The mystery of Mick Ale's Super Chat. Let me scroll down here. Let's find Mick Ailes. Excuse me, guys. Sorry for the downtime. Where'd it go? Dang it. I don't see. When I get the notifications via email, it doesn't show me what you said. Just refresh this page real quick. Bear with me here for a second, guys. <clears throat> I'm a soldier. Yeah, guy. I'm half your size. Oh, no, wait a minute. I'm far bigger and far stronger than you. We know. We know. We know. Yeah, I can't find the, the other one from Mick Ale. That's very strange. Very strange. All right. Uh, Dell. Dell, 1,000, donated seven bucks. Mick Ale, if you're in the chat, 
Let me know if if it went through or not. Dang, bro, just ask if you saw the Gil Bates interview this week. No, dude. All right, there it is. I see your comment. Bill Gates interview. I it was there, and then I refreshed the page, and it was gone. That's so strange, dude. Don't don't get discouraged. Thank you for supporting Mick Ale. Um, I didn't see the new Gil Bates interview, uh, but we we did touch on the really quick clip that Gil Bates put out, where he's on his you know illuminated desk in his little green blue room, talking about um, what was he even talking about? Talking about how we need like a pandemic response, like a global pandemic response. FEMA military of, uh, <laughs> of like first responding essentials or something. It was crazy. It was really crazy. Gotta see it, he says. It's telling. All right. Hey, next stream, we'll, we'll watch the new Bill Gates interview. Who's, who's he talking to? Who is he talking to in that interview? Freaking Bill Gates. Freaking Bill Gates. All right. Let me read. Let me read some of these super chats. Some of these super chats. Super chats from the super chats up in the chat. Yeah, who's he talking to? Let me know. Let me know the title of the video. And I will uh, we'll check that out next time. And again, sorry I, I didn't see the first one. I saw it and then it disappeared. Some broad, but he keep, tries acting like he isn't guilty of anything. How <laughs> How surprising. How surprising, right? Bill, Bill Gates, oh, I just can't believe it. all these crazy people think that me and Dr. Fauci aren't saints. Oh, it's just so bad. We've got to get rid of all their voices on the internet. It's dangerous. Dell 1000 donated seven bucks. Says, hey, Tristan, you know any additional ways to boost testosterone besides diet, besides a high meat diet? Uh, taking some testosterone boosting herbs, but only some of them seem to be working. God bless you and your family. Hey, man, sleep. Sleep is very important. Sleep is super important. Another thing is outside, getting outside, getting natural light. Red light therapy can also be really beneficial. Um, you know, but you know, some people's tests get shot from other things, you know, autoimmune type stuff. I, got, I know this dude, he, uh, he cut himself on a rusty nail, then went to get a tetanus shot. was just like, ah, I got a tetanus shot. I'll go get a tetanus shot. Gets the DTAP shot. Had a terrible reaction to the DTAP shot. Ended up getting tetanus. His whole arm got all numb. His whole central nervous system was all fried. After that, he just was just felt terrible. Felt terrible. He was crying all the time. Miserable. Depressed. Finally went, after years of trying to figure out what was going on, went to a specialist, got his hormone levels checked, and realized he had like zero testosterone, zero estrogen, like zero, zero estrogen, zero testosterone, Zero sex hormone production. So he was just like screwed. So he started doing TRT. I just saw him today. Like I hadn't seen him so long. I started doing TRT. And he just like said he felt like way better. Now, look, if you, I'm, I'm a big, like do things naturally as much as you can. I personally, I, I don't ever want to do TRT, right? Like it, it worries me to like have to like be reliant on doctors for TRT or something like that. But I can't deny that I know people who benefited from it greatly, who tried so many other things. I mean, this guy got his immune system crashed, his whole life crashed after this DTAP shot. And then he got on TRT and he feels amazing. So, and I, and I see a difference. So it's like, that, that, that is, I'm not saying you should do that, but that could be an option if, some, if, you know, if you couldn't figure it out, right? I'd rather have somebody I know and love who's miserable feel better with TRT than go through, you know, years of chasing their tail, trying to take herbs and stuff. Like, 
As far as herbs that can help with androgen production, I don't know if you're gonna. They're not that many. Cissus, C I S S U S. Excuse me, Cissus, C I S S U S. I think what that works on. I think that actually sensitizes you to androgens. It increases your androgen site sensitivity, which that's what SARMs do too. But anyways. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. As far as like just boost your t your tea with like supplements, most of that stuff you're gonna be chasing your tail. Getting good sleep, lifting weights, deadlifting and squatting, and getting out in the sun in red light. Right, red light therapy. Actually, you know it's crazy. Red light therapy applied, especially like uh, to the testicles, they found can increase testosterone production. Sounds crazy, but uh, red light therapy on your bowels, not in public though, you weirdo. Um, <laughs> thank you, Dell. Appreciate the support, dude. Polytrans Vegan Demi Boy, what's up? They sent a $5 <laughs> super chat through Streamlabs. Thank you for the support. Guys, best way to support is via Streamlabs. Uh, Polytrans Vegan Demi Boy says, here's to your transition surgery fund. Smash Jasmine and all those transphobicists. Yes, yes. I... She hasn't accepted the fight yet, but hey, Jasmine, what's up? Are we going to do this? You want to dance? Vegan gains. Tell your wife. Right, we'll do 12 rounds. She chooses the glove size. She can choose whatever charity she wants, but I'm going to be donating. All the proceeds are going to go to trans animal rights, trans animals, right? Trans beavers and uh, trans donkeys. We're going to go to their gender reassignment. All the money is going to go to their gender reassignment surgery. I will be, uh, I'm going to be, uh, be, I'm going to be sponsored by Oatly. Oatly is going to be my sponsor. And, uh, and I'll, I'll fucking smash you in the ring, Jasmine. You think I'm afraid of you? You think I'm afraid of you? I'm a real woman. I'm a woman and I will beat you. I will whoop you in a boxing match for charity. I will destroy you in the ring. Within three rounds, Jasmine gains, vegan gains. Tell your wife. I know you're both scared. I know you're both scared. I will, I will knock you out within three rounds. Within three rounds, you're going to be knocked out on the floor for charity. Right? Again, all my proceeds uh, and all the money I get from Oatly are going to go to trans animal rights organizations, gender reassignment surgeries for donkeys. Okay? I I'm a real woman. Step up, Jasmine. Step to this. Can you step to this? You want to dance? You want to dance? You want to throw hands, Jasmine? You want to throw hands? You choose the glove size for charity, all right? <clears throat> all right, thank you. Thank you, Marius. I will smash Jasmine. And, and hey, Jasmine, if you're not going to do it, Michelle Lowe, you're up next. And even if Jasmine does do it, Michelle Lowe, you're still up next. Freely the banana girl, I'm coming for you too. Fight me for charity in a boxing match. Fight me, Freely and Michelle and Jasmine, I'm a woman. I am a, I am a real woman. A trans-vegan woman also. All right. <clears throat> Deputy Dave donated 10 pounds. What's up, Deputy Dave? Deputy Dave threw 10 pounds. He says, thanks for your work. Love from the blizzard of the far north of Scotland. Blizzing out over there. All right. Keep warm. Keep warm up there, my friend. Uh, trans-vegan save us. There you go. Donated $5. Says, sending support from Texas. Keep doing what you're doing. Thanks. Thanks. Appreciate that. Um, you guys who are supporting through the donations in Streamlabs, you guys are the reason these streams happen. You know, sometimes we get major audience support. Sometimes we get some streams where it's just, it's, where it's quiet, where it's crickets, 
right? But you know what? YouTube doesn't support this channel, but some of you guys do, and I appreciate the support. Thank you for the support. Authentic intelligence, not autistic intelligence, which I almost automatically said. Authentic intelligence donated 10 bucks. Says, happy to donate a few hard-earned dollars to help in the fight against climate cringe. <laughs> there you go. Hey, Von Schlieff donated 199 through Super Chat. Tristan, do you think omega-3s are necessary? Yeah, omega-3 fatty acids, even omega-6 fatty acids, they're essential fatty acids. We need them. Your body cannot make DHA, EPA, but you need very small amounts of them. Megadosing uh, dosing omega-3s from like fish oil pills and stuff like that is stupid. Don't do that. Um, but yeah, I mean, you get it from beef, lamb, fish, eggs, Animal foods have those essential fatty acids. You're not going to find them in plant foods. Jack C donated $5.18. Why 18 cents? That's an interesting one. Thank you. I, I, I appreciate that. It says, let's see if this works. I just wanted to send money without having to link my YouTube account. Yeah, it worked, man. I love the streams, Tristan. I pray for you to get rain, but it will probably just come to me in the form of, <laughs> come from me in the, to, sorry, but it will probably just come to me in the form of more snow. This is for the Animal Reassignment Surgery Fund. Thank you, thank you, yeah. I'm, I'm, we've got a, first of all, there are a lot of donkeys here that are awaiting their surgery. Um, we've got, hormone blockers are expensive down here in Ecuador, but we've been working with some specialists and we've got a, uh, we've actually got a whole polyamorous family of donkeys right now, all on hormone blockers, and they are, they're, they're preparing for their gender reassignment surgery. That's why we're, all, we're always hoping, you know, may, maybe, so we do this, the Super Chat competition, which is currently being won by, let's see, number one, we got Dare McAdams. No, Mick Ale. Mick Ale is the top bigot with that $30 Super Chat. So Dare McAdams is a close third. We got Matu at number two with that $25 Super Chat. Dare McAdams, number three. And um, you are now... You're kind of like, you're a little far back there. Marius, though, is number four. So, yeah, that's that's the uh, the top bigots of the stream. Got to thank all you guys for for supporting the stream. Got to thank my, my mods up in the chat. Jethro, my loyal mods. Jethro, okay. You guys are awesome. Where did I? We, we used to have also exposing the, the longest, the, it's just the name is so long. Exposing Powerful Lies live streams was also was also awarded a wrench. He's up in the chat. Sometimes half the chat has wrenches. I had so many people, be, earlier this year, so many people had wrenches, I had to take away all wrenches. I took away all wrenches. There was a time when only OK had a wrench. There was a time, you remember that OK? Were you, you were the only one who had a wrench? There was, there was a time they were, I was just giving them away. I was just giving it away. I was just, everyone I liked was getting wrenches. And it was like, wait a minute, half the chat is now mods. So then I depopulated all the mods. We had a great, <laughs> we had a, the, the motto cost. We called it. Well, telling vegans that they've been brainwashed is actually just wrong. We had, we had a motto cost. And all those mods, all those mods, look at that. Look at that. They, they all got motto costed. But then, you know, we even, we had the art of truth and love. Art of truth and love deserved deserved the wrench because of the major support the art of truth and love has given this channel, which we always got it. We always got to thank the big guns. We were just talking about the super chat competition, and then you just came and blew everyone out of the water. The art of truth and love. 
Well, I like that screenshot. The art of truth and love, though, actually, you know, I say, I say you can't, like, you have to earn the wrench. You really have to earn the wrench. The art of truth and love earned the wrench, but also kind of bought the wrench. <laughs> and I gladly gave it to the art of truth and love. The art of truth and love never spams the chat. Never spams the chat, ever. But was just like, I want a wrench. <laughs> and I gave the art of truth and love a wrench because the art of truth and love deserves that dang wrench. Because the art of truth and love is one of the top donors here. One of the top supporters of the channel and just came through and dropped a big old fat super chat for a hundred bucks. Says, please play Link. <laughs> or part of it. Oh, I'll play the whole thing. It's, it's only three minutes and 57 seconds. The art of truth and love sometimes gives some, gives some awesome links. Every once in a while, there's a miss. <laughs> but I like this one. I, I, this one does look good. Let's see. Thank you, The Art of Truth and Love. You're winning the Super Chat competition. You better hope Gregor doesn't show up or, uh, or John Connor doesn't show up from the future because what happened last time was John Connor, was, John Connor pulled out the... Uh, they had, a, they had like a pistol duel. They had a straight up pistol duel. I'm a straight up pistol duel in the... Um, <laughs> in the... In the chat. So we got Tristan Kent just donated 15 bucks. Thank you, Tristan Kent. Uh, says, thank you for the show. Practice your raps. What? You, you try to get banned? Tristan Kent? You get, if you didn't have such a beautiful name, I would ban you right now. I don't know if you're saying practice your raps or if you're encouraging me to continue to sharpen my sword. <laughs> Lil AIDS is definitely one of the greatest rappers. The greatest rapper alive. Right? One of the greatest rappers ever. Deputy Dave says, I want John Connor to show up from the future again. No, you don't want that, Deputy Dave. You are, you're in the list of super chatters and you would get thrown all the way down. Let's see, where are you at? I know, no, there's no super chats from Deputy Dave right now. But even if you couldn't even try, you couldn't even compete. Matu, 185. Wait, no, I already read that one. Okay, sorry, I scrolled down. You, get, you don't want that, Deputy Dave. There you are. No, you are in there. Deputy Dave's in there with 10 euros. Dude, if, if John Connor shows up, it's, it's, it's over. Because John Connor will, will duel with <laughs> the hard truth and love like last time. Um, all right. If they, you guys weren't here for the last stream, you don't even know what I'm talking about. I'm just, just gibberish. So let's watch this video per request of the art of truth and love. Throwing some love out with a big fat super chat. It's called The Sad Reality of This World. You have no choice featuring George Carlin. I like George Carlin. He wasn't, George Carlin, he wasn't like, he, he was a comedian, right? But he wasn't, he wasn't, like, he didn't tell jokes that make you crack up and, like, fall to the floor, like, gut laughing. He would tell jokes that make you say, yes, like, that's right. And maybe give, like, a chuckle every now and then. But you're like, oh, yeah, he said it. I think he died in, like, 2007, man. George Carlin, he was good. He was good. He was a stand-up comedian, but it wasn't, like, he wasn't. He wasn't a typical comedian, right? Like he wasn't like trying to split your gut by making you laugh. It was like making you think. And he, but he was raging. He was always raging. Let's see. That's not George Carlin. Now you see, when your your identity is defined by society, you cannot resist it. You don't have the knowledge. You don't have the wisdom. You don't have the resources to. Understand that something's being put over on you. Is it who's this talk? Is this like Alan Watts? Kind of sounds like Alan Watts for some reason. You cannot but help believe the definition of you as a free agent. 
but you believe yourself to be a free agent as a result of not being free. That is to say, of being uh, uh, hopelessly unable to resist society's identification of you. There's a reason education sucks, and it's the same reason that it will never, ever, ever be fixed. It's never going to get any better. Don't look for it. Be happy with what you got. Because the owners of this country don't want that. I'm talking about the real owners now. The real owners, the big wealthy business interests that control things and make all the important decisions. Forget the politics. I'm just so glad that George Carlin showed up after that soy boy, <laughs> Alan Watts. Man, I used to actually, it's funny, I used to like Alan Watts when I was like 18, 19, right? And when I wanted to justify hedonism. That's, that's when I, I did like Alan Watts. When I wanted to justify being a hedonist and, you know, his, his, uh, his writings did that, you know, but it was in the end, it was just, he's just, it's just so empty, right? Now, not Alan Watt, the big, the experts, and the, the experts tell you that you have to stay home, that you have to rhyme the titles of all your, and the experts tell you you have to rhyme the titles of all your, of all your videos. The experts. Not that, not that one. Not, not Alan Watts talking about the experts. That Alan Watt is really cool. He's an Alan Watt without an S. Alan Watt with no S is pretty cool. I like him. But Alan Watts, <laughs> the one who started out the video, that guy. That guy is ridiculous. But yeah, he's, uh, he's like an interesting bridge though for a lot of people. You know, again, I read his book on like uh, on Zen when I was nineteen. After my first years, I got it from the from my university library. Cutting through the matrix, willing to talk about the big boys, the big banks, the experts. We were going to tell you what you should believe. Not that one. I'm talking the the Alan Watts, the the British ex Anglican drunk. Buddhist, <laughs> he started the video out. And then George Carlin comes in and saves the video from Alan Watts. Education sucks at being free. That is to say, of being uh, uh, hopelessly unable to resist society's identification of you. So this, right, so Alan Watts, the whole thing though, just going back to Alan Watts, kind of to critique him, his whole thing is all about, he critiques the West. He critiques Western, the Western ideology, consumerism and stuff like that. But... It just, he, he twists it. He, he's a hedonist. So his critique of the West basically turns into, to, his critique of the West basically turns into an apologetic for nihilism, for hedonism, and for shaking off the shackles of your former false self, right? Oh, it's all false. It's all, it's all fake. The world is fake and gay. Take off the shackles of your former self to reveal the true self underneath, but he gives you nothing. He, gi he gives you nothing. There's nothing there except more hedonism, which is why he was a drunk, right? So he, he was good at critiquing the West and he had ideas about shaking off, you know, false layers, but he just helps you to take off one mask to reveal another mask underneath and then open yourself up to the passions, right? He's like these new age gurus who will use the truth in the critiques of the emptiness of consumer society, the emptiness of capitalism, but then they'll use that critique to just try to get chicks to let them in their pants. That's what Alan Watts was. There's a reason education sucks, and it's the same reason that it will never, ever, ever be fixed. 
It's never going to get any better. Don't look for it. Be happy with what you got. Because the owners of this country don't want that. I'm talking about the real owners now. The real owners, the big wealthy business interests that control things and make all the important decisions. Forget the politicians. The politicians are put there to give you the idea that you have freedom of choice. You don't. You have no choice. You have owners. They own you. They own everything. They own all the important land. It's one of the most famous Carlin rants, right? This is, this is, I mean, he went far on this. This is like an HBO special, you know? See, again, it's like he's, he's doing stand-up. But it's like there's nothing, it's not like this is like a hilarious, right? But it's cutting. It's <laughs> very honest. Carlin was, uh, Carlin was one of a kind for sure. You have no choice. You have owners. They own you. They own everything. They own all the important land. They own and control the corporations. They've long since bought and paid for the Senate, the Congress, the state houses, the city halls. they got the judges in their back pockets. And they own all the big media companies, so they control just about all of the news and information you get to hear. They got you by the balls. They, they spend billions of dollars every year lobbying, lobbying to get what they want. Well, we know what they want. They want more for themselves and less for everybody else. But I'll tell you what they don't want. They don't want a population of citizens capable of critical thinking. They don't want well-informed, well-educated people capable of critical thinking. They're not interested in that. That doesn't help them. That's against their interests. That's right. They don't want people who are smart enough to sit around the kitchen table and figure out how badly they're getting fucked by a system that threw them overboard 30 fucking years ago. They don't want that. You know what they want? They want Way longer than 30 years ago. <laughs> obedient workers. Obedient workers. People who are just smart enough to run the machines and do the paperwork and just dumb enough to passively accept all these increasingly shittier jobs with the lower pay, the longer hours, the reduced benefits, the end of overtime, and the vanishing pension that disappears the minute you go to collect it. And now they're coming for your social security money. They want your fucking retirement money. They want it back so they can give it to their criminal friends on Wall Street. And you know something? They'll get it. They'll get it all from you sooner or later. Because they don't... <laughs> so they're working on it right now, and then all the pensions, all these old folks that are dying. ...on this fucking place. It's a big club, and you ain't in it. You and I are not in the big club. By the way, it's the same big club they use to beat you over the head with all day long when they tell you what to believe all day long, beating you over the head in their media, telling you what to believe, what to think, and what to buy. The table is tilted, folks. The game is rigged, and nobody seems to notice. Nobody seems to care. Good, honest, hard-working people, white collar, blue collar, doesn't matter what color shirt you have on. Good, honest, hard-working people continue. These are people of modest means. Continue to elect these rich cocksuckers who don't give a fuck about them. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't care about you at all. At all. At all. Yeah. You know? And nobody seems to notice. Nobody seems to care. That's what the owners count on. The fact that Americans will probably remain willfully ignorant of the big red, white, and blue dick that's being jammed up their assholes every day. Because the owners of this country know the truth. It's called the American dream. Because you have to be asleep to believe it. <laughs> George Carlin. He was... I mean, you could see why he died young, right? I mean, the guy was... 
he 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 was snorting black pills. He was snorting a lot of other stuff too. But uh, yeah, he was he was mainlining those black pills for sure. Or it's like you know if you you start to see stuff like this. Well, telling vegans that they've been brainwashed. Telling the vegans. Of the gaslighting techniques, I want to highlight. What's up, our truth and love? There you go. What's up, our truth and love? Let me uh, what was that point I was gonna make? Oh, one more point about Carlin. You know the. You start to see what's going on in the world, right? People start to see what's happening in the world. They get red pilled. They, you know, it's like the, the Matrix is a terrible movie made by some degenerate uh, degenerates that ended up uh, mutilating themselves later in life. But the the, the concept of getting red pilled, right? People talk about, oh, I got red pilled, I got red pilled. See what's really going on in the world. And then that red pill for a lot of people, once they see what's happening. Then they try to seek worldly solutions. Well, telling vegans that they've been brainwashed is actually just one of the guys. Getting some support now. Here we go. There we go. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Sometimes we start out slow, but then the, the support is rolling in, and we appreciate that. Remember, these streams happen because of you guys' support. So if you guys enjoy the stream, thank you for sharing it. Like the videos and share it, because without that support, without you guys sharing these videos... Though you guys hitting the thumbs up, I don't even think the thumbs up matter. But the sharing the video, the sharing of the videos does. Sharing these videos is crucial. So you guys share these on the, the, the social medias because YouTube ain't going to share it for us. But anyways, people get red-pilled, so-called red-pilled. They see what's going on in the world. They're screwed up. They want to fix it, right? They're going to try to find a worldly solution. Let's find a worldly solution to these problems, right? So then that red pill leads them to spin in their wheels in the mud until eventually they get black-pilled. They get black-pilled, which is just like, like Carlin, right? Carlin was mainlining black pills long time ago. Carlin was just slamming them black pills, crushing them up, throwing them in a spoon, putting a flame to it and jamming it in his vein. Yeah, that black pill is basically, hey, what are you going to do? There's nothing to do about this because you realize when you try to make change, you know, you join the libertarian movement. I'm gonna, we're going to get Ron Paul elected. We're going to go back to, a, to the, the, the foundations of our constitution, <laughs> right? My constitution. You know, it's like, yeah, you know, this country was, it's a Freemasonic republic made by a bunch of deists. <laughs> Benjamin Franklin used to, used to go to, was a member of the Hellfire Club that was obsessed with having orgies with old-ass ladies, right? The founding fathers, many of them were degenerate Freemason deists. Some of them even anti-theists. Yeah, but no, we'll figure it out. We'll go back to the Constitution. The Constitution's great. Let's, let's build from there. We, gotta, we just got to restore the Constitution. And if people realize what they got here, go back to the Constitution, then we will be able to fix it up. We'll fix this up through the Constitution, right? And then you get black pill because you start to realize what's really going on. You're not going to change this system. The problem is not the structure of the government. Oh, if we could just get the right guy elected, if we could just get some good, if we just get some good local politicians elected, then it's all going to change, right? If we just get Ron Paul in, if, if we just get, if we can just get Donald Trump in, well, then we're going to change the world. We're going to get our freedoms back, man. No, no, no. Then they get black pill. Right? That's the George Carlin. 
you know, they own you. There's nothing you can do, right? But that black pill, if you stay in that black pill, you're going to be miserable. If you stay in that black pill, you are going to be bitter. You're going to be lost. You're going to be hateful, right? If that black pill doesn't ultimately lead you, if that, that despair at not being able to find any consolation in this world and finding nothing but writhing, petrid, uh, what do you call it? Writhing, uh, writhing worms and tepid ponds, right? Splashing, tepid, gross, bacteria-ridden, infected pond water all over the place, just splashing about in this tepid pond, thrashing around like you're going to change the world. If you stay there, that's what you're going to do. You're just going to keep, you're just going to slowly drown in that tepid pond water of the world, right? If you don't seek beyond that, if your seeking of the truth doesn't go beyond worldly seeking of the truth and doesn't result in you getting past the black pill, right? And getting God pilled, right? The red pill leads to the black pill. The black pill leads to the God pill. If you don't get there, then you're going to stay in that black pill land. You're going to die miserable. You're going to give yourself freaking ulcers. Give yourself colon cancer with all that hatred. You're going to fry out your liver and drink yourself to death. Because ultimately, the solution to this is not going to come from worldly things. The world is fallen. And if you don't have proper anthropology, if you don't have a proper worldview that will ground you in the truth. If you don't seek the truth, which is not the truth as in this you know, worldly way, not the truth as in, oh, this, the science, we just get the right scientist, don't get that truth, man. Just get the right guy in the office, then we're gonna get the truth, man. No, if you don't seek the truth, which is God, if you don't seek the truth, the truth is a person. The truth is God. If you don't seek the truth, if you don't seek God, if you don't seek Christ, all of this is just, you're just going to be splashing in the mud some more. You're going to keep slow drowning in the mud of the world. So that's what's up, you know. Uh, rest in peace, George Carlin, right? He didn't find peace in this world. He raged at it. He raged at it. He snorted and drunk himself into oblivion, essentially, man. Yeah, he spoke a lot of truth. But, you know, if we don't seek truth beyond all this worldly nonsense, then that's what happens. That's what happens. All right, so we come over here. We got some super chats. Thank you guys for supporting. Tristan Kent, I appreciate that one. Um, oh, I didn't read your whole thing. Thank you for the show. Practice your raps. I got too triggered by practice. My practice your raps. I'm the greatest rapper alive. What the freaking hell are you talking about? It says, don't forget to dab on the carnitards. Dab on the carnitards. Oh, is that because I'm trans-vegan? Probably. Is that like a transphobic, like a tongue-in-cheek uh, cheek transphobic alt-right dog whistle or something? I don't even know how to take that, man. But thank you anyways, Tristan Kent. Nice name. The Art of Truth and Love. The Art of Truth and Love, the, the top bigot of the chat. Art of Truth and Love. I always love when you come through. Art of Truth and Love, great example on how to properly support this channel through a big fat $50 super chat through Streamlabs. And the Art of Truth and Love, and love is never doing it through. I'd never see you doing it through YouTube because screw YouTube. You're always doing it through Streamlabs like a proper bigot. Top bigot of the chat today. Art of Truth and Love says there's a military coup going on in Myanmar. Yeah, I saw that. You saw Washington, D.C. lately. I live 30 minutes from D.C. It looks like a prison camp and a military coup. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy when you look at the, the connections 
with in Myanmar to like with Obama, right? You, you, it's it's uncanny. This military coup, this coup that's happening in Myanmar. Now I'm not, I'm no expert on it, just with the, the little threads of it that I've seen, the connections with the State Department, probably the National Endowment for Democracy, right? Uh, and, and there's pictures of uh, of Obama up in there with uh, with that woman. What's that woman's name from Myanmar? Crazy, crazy. So the art of truth and love, yeah. If you update us on that situation, if uh, if you get any, if you got any insights, it seems crazy over there in Myanmar. Um, in Washington D.C., yeah, it's looks like a failed state, right? Look at, I can't believe this. I can't believe this. I can't believe what's happening in the United States. I mean, I can, I can believe it. <laughs> That's why I left the U.S. a long time ago. But it's just, it's a mess, man. It's a mess. But stay safe. Maybe, maybe it's time to. Maybe it's time to move a couple hundred miles away from D.C. It's going to be very nice living there under the the current regime. Just for Kicks donated 25 bucks. Thank you, Just for Kicks. Just for Kicks is a regular supporter, and that is a nice support there from Just for Kicks. Says, thank you, bigot. Oh, Just for Kicks again. Donates 10 bucks. Says, your message about fighting vegan gains uh, whore. (laughs) That was hilarious. Thank you for that. What do you mean hilarious? You think it's funny? You think it's like funny for a trans person to be insulted by Vegan Gaines and his wife who refused to even acknowledge my call out? They haven't even acknowledged my call out at all. They haven't even acknowledged it at all. But yeah, so uh, speaking of coups, we might we might be seeing one in Ecuador soon. You've got um, you've got a now there's a a new formula being used in Ecuador. You've got this left wing candidate. You had a banker versus a candidate that was kind of part of like the Correa Pink Tide, as they call it, kind of aligned with like Evo Morales, Unasur. Uh, like what they called the Pink Tide was this kind of tide of like socialist. Uh, regimes that kind of swept through South America and they were opposed to IMF. They were opposed to uh, Western interests and kind of trying to do things on their own, nationalizing oil, things like that, which is a big no-no. You saw what happened with Saddam Hussein. You see what happens with uh, people like Gaddafi. Yeah, so they, they also they had a, a national bank, which they've, you know, the IMF has been trying to get Ecuador and its national bank to privatize and basically sell off resources to the West it's funny because you have you see different models that get pushed, right? In South America, there's a completely different politic. It's very strange. So now you see the West is is promoting and uh, and backing this guy Yaku, whose his name used to be Carlos, but now but he rebranded himself as Yaku and tries to say, "Oh, I'm like I'm this super indigenous guy," and he like dresses up in all this like indigenous garb. But uh, he he actually backed the banker candidate in the previous election. Yeah, so and he's got connections to the National Endowment for Democracy, to all these CIA groups, and he's like a left-wing environmentalist candidate, but that aligns with IMF in the West in this kind of fake dialectic that they're trying to set up between the banker candidate who openly aligns with IMF in the US and then the fake environmental indigenous movement candidate which is like trying to hijack the indigenous sentiment and environmentalism and you know environmental protectionism which a lot of the indigenous are very keen on that because of what's happened with companies like Chevron, Shell. I mean, you just have major issues with these oil companies screwing these countries over. And so, yeah, the talking to, about coups, 
you might be seeing in the runoff election in the next month, you might see a major upset by this uh, Yaku candidate who is uh, aligned with IMF and he is basically a uh, kind of like, a, you know, the banker puppet feigning left and trying to hijack indigenous movements. So that's going to be the new thing in South America, I think, is going to be the kind of like Greta Thunberg style fake, uh, fake left candidates that really are aligned with Western banking interests to try and like fake left and go right is what has been historically done in the in South America to control the politics down there. Now it's just it's a mess. All politics all over the place are a mess. Anybody trying, you know, the uh, you know, socialism versus capitalism is a fake dialectic. The whole thing is a freaking mess and a joke. And uh, yeah, we uh, we're gonna have to. We'll see what happens. We shall see what happens. But we've got. Uh, let me come over here to chat again. You got coups happening everywhere. You had that coup in Bolivia, 2019. This guy Yaku, who's who just he's going to have a runoff in the next month for the uh, candidacy. If you in Ecuador, if a candidate doesn't get 40 percent of the vote, there's a runoff between the top two candidates, right? So the banker candidate got 20 percent. Yaku, the fake indigenous candidate, got 20 percent, and then the uh, Alianza Pai, Alianza País group, which is like. Rafael Correa's um, like underling, they got 32 or something percent of the vote, yeah? So now, if the bankers 20% of the vote plus the fake indigenous 20% of the vote uh, are able to unify those votes, then they can get the Yaku candidate in who supported the Bolivian coup on behalf of IMF, National Endowment for Democracy, U.S. block, Western block, international capital. It's just, it, it's, so it's like you're going to see, you might see that. I hope it's peaceful here. I hope we don't see craziness. But we've got, um, yeah. We're going to have to, we're going to see what happens. We're going to see what happens. You may see another coup here. And hopefully it's, just, hopefully it's peaceful, whatever happens. Everybody in Ecuador knows that politics are notoriously corrupt. Um, and, Yeah. I'm just concerned with, I don't want civil unrest here, and I don't want the price of gasoline to go up anymore because it's already high enough here. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. And I'm not going to be voting because uh, democracy is fake and gay. But if, you, if, I were, if I weren't an expat, I would be forced to vote. Everybody like between the age of uh, what are they, eighteen and forty nine? If you don't vote, you have a hundred forty dollar fine. So they make you vote, right? I mean, if I had to vote, I would just go and I would invalidate my ballot by drawing a line all the way across it because I think all the all the options are shit. And you know, I I just to me it don't matter. All right, so let me come back here to the chat and thank you guys for the support. Just for kicks, thank you for the support. Let's see, let's see. Let's uh, we're getting we're getting near the end here. Let's let's check out. Let's figure out who the top big of the night is. The top big of the night, no doubt, the art of truth and love, with that big fat hundred dollar super chat, and then another fifty dollar super chat. Thankfully for you, art of truth and love, but not thankfully for me. John Connor didn't show up because John Connor would be pulling out. John Connor up. John Connor be crypto rich. I think Gregor, Gregor, another one of them crypto rich. One of those hodlers. 
hodler has been watching watching that Dogecoin blast off, watching that Bitcoin creeping up towards forty five thousand. I think some of those crypto rich, some of those crypto rich patrons of the channel here. Uh, oh look at that, Bitcoin's even above forty five. It's up forty six thousand, almost hit forty eight thousand. That's a new all time high. That's crazy. Um, so yeah, you you crypto rich folks up in the chat, I want to thank you guys for the support. Thank you guys. Uh, we got uh, we got the mods. I want to thank you mods for the support. Okay, exposing powerful lies live streams. <laughs> Jethro, Jethro. Who else? What? Who else up in the chat? Let's go through the list. We got our truth and love top bigot. Bigot number two was most definitely. Let's go down here. Where'd it go? Did it just disappear all my notifications again? I'm so much better now, and I'm so much bigger and stronger than you. There's no, it doesn't show, there we go. Now, the Art of Truth and Love just proves, she's like, just in case John Connor comes in later. Art of Truth and Love throwing 50 bucks, says good night, my last support for the night. Thank you, Art of Truth and Love, I appreciate that. I really appreciate that. You, uh, some of these streams, you've been like the, the, the sole sponsor. But this one we did have, we had, who else? Tristan Kent. Just for kicks, Von Schlieff, Trans Vegan Save Us, Deputy Dave, Marius the Big Dumb Dumb. Um, who else? Let's go read. It's weird. It doesn't show me all the notifications for some reason. Expand sub gifts. Doesn't show all the notifications. I wish. I wish I could go through and name everybody. We had we had like 10 or 15 people that supported Marius. Thank you. Deputy Dave. Thank you. Authentic Intelligence. Thank you very much. Trans Vegan Save Us. I already read yours. Art of Truth and Love. Of course. Thank you. Tristan Kent. Thank you. Great name, by the way. Um, yeah, guys. It's like three hours. We're three hours deep. And I think we're done here. It's been a long... We didn't even get to Greta's oopsie. Speaking of coups... We didn't even get to talk about Greta's oopsie. We'll talk about Greta's oopsie. Maybe we'll talk about it next time. We might have a bunch of other topics to talk about. Talk about though. We gotta we gotta watch Bill Gates' newest interview. That will be happening. Bill Gates' newest interview. Hopefully by the next time we talk, we will have set a date for the charity boxing match between me and uh, and Jasmine Gaines. Hopefully Jasmine Gaines will finally have uh, have accepted my offer to fight in the ring for charity in a boxing match. Since I'm a woman, she's going to fight a real woman, a real trans-vegan woman. Jasmine Gaines, you coward transphobe. And I'll fight any transphobe woman out there who doesn't recognize me as a woman. I'll fight any of you. Freely, you're on my list. Michelle Lowe, you're on my list. Yeah. You guys don't want to, you guys want to throw hands with a real quain, real vegan quain. That's what's up. I'm a real woman. Ooh, I'm a real woman. And I'm not even. I want. I'm not, I want to drug test you. I'm gonna drug. I'm gonna get you drug tested first, Jasmine. Make sure you're natural. Make sure you're natty. Make sure you natty up in there. Oh, what Jethro? Jethro says JD gave a huge shout out to Tristan hosting Fourth Hour the other day. Was that today? Jay gave. Jay, Jay did shout out to Jay Dyer. Gave me a big old shout out on, on Alex Jones Town <laughs> the other day. I don't know if he did today. I, I watched most of him today. 
I think I, I left maybe 10 minutes before his last uh, segment. But if, it, if he gave another shout-out today, that's epic. That's epic. It hasn't reflected yet on YouTube's fake-ass view count. <laughs> but it is what it is. Big shout-out to Jay. It's all, I love when my, my favorite channel, my favorite channel, shouts me out. It makes me feel warm and tingly inside. <laughs> I love it, though. I love it, though. So it's, it's cool. That's cool. It's, it's been great seeing Jay's uh, exposure expand and seeing his him get the attention he really deserves as far as uh, the hard work he does, the hard work he puts into it. One of the few legitimate, one of the few legitimate researchers out there. One of the few legitimate researchers out there. Jay's rad. So big shout out to Jay. Big love to Jay Dyer. He's all right at rapping. Second best rapper alive. I'll say that young boomer. Young Boomer, right behind Lil A's. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys, we're out of here. Bill Gates next time. Maybe we'll talk about Greta's little oopsie next time. And uh, hopefully the date's going to be set for my fight against Jasmine Gaines. Charity boxing match, of course. See if she's down to step up to a real woman, which I am. I'm a woman. I'll fight any vegan transphobes out there. Any vegan female transphobes. I'm not going to fight a man. I'm going to fight it. Only going to fight other women. I'm not going to let a man punch me. <laughs> All right. I'm out of here, guys. It's been nice hanging out. <clears throat> Remember, the red pill leads to the black pill. And that's normal. You're not going to fix these worldly things. But that black pill has got to lead to the God pill. Um made that the reading recommendation to Father Sarah from Rose's book, uh, Orthodoxy and the Religion of the Future, earlier to Del Bridge. That's a great one. He's a great place to start as far as learning about Orthodoxy. And then check out uh, the Orthodox Discord. There's a link in the description below for that one. It's just called the Orthodox Discord now. It's, it's even grown beyond beyond Jay Dyer. Yeah. And it started out as Jay's Discord, but now it's like a, it's like an ortho bro training center. So check that out. And uh, you guys have a good night. Thank you for everybody who supports this stream. Remember, these streams only happen because of you guys. These streams don't happen because of YouTube. These streams don't happen because of anybody else but you. So you guys are the ones who support this. You guys are the ones who keep this channel alive by your support. Thank you for the super chats. Thank you for the big guns coming through. Hopefully next time we get next time we'll get John Connor coming back from the future, all crypto rich from the future, <laughs> and uh, and we'll have another another good stream. So uh, thank you guys. Good night. God bless. I'll see you soon. Peace. Where is that?